to another episode of the Not Funny Guys Presents Off the Reels. This is episode 58 of the one and only Genuine Body Five Not Funny Guys podcast, the internet's number one podcast on spicy public library conversations. Remember, if it doesn't say Not Funny Guys, then it's not us. And just like Jollibees, we'll inject our spiciness directly into your veins. We are the Not Funny Guys. I'm Casey, taking over Red Bank, New Jersey, Franklin. I'm joined by Dr. John. I have a tan now, Evans. And Eric, I wasn't expecting that when I put it in my mouth, light barger. Gentlemen, say hello. Hello. <laughs> Are you okay there? I'm going to have to turn the volume down on that intro, just probably just for the sake of our listeners. I'm sorry. We are not responsible if you get deafness from that. So just a uh, heads up. I had to put a trigger warning there. Using a different microphone today, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. I'll have to put a warning that says, the following may deafen you. Be I warned you. I warned you what it's like to be in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, we're uh, we're we're filming or recording. We're recording. At this point, yeah. So, like, I'm sitting across from him. That's yes, they're actually in the same room together. Yeah, normally, we're in three different states. This time, um, Eric and I, we have taken over Red Bank, New Jersey. Um, although we're actually in Belmar, New Jersey, recording. Uh, we met up to go to James Silent Bob's Secret Stash, Smod Castle, um, all that stuff, the quick stuff. And so since we're in town together, we were recording together. And I tried to warn him that it can be an experience being in the same room as me. And <laughs> he didn't believe me. And then he learned his lesson. I mean, in fairness, I thought I would just kind of be numb to things at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm getting my uh, I'm getting my old school uh, Silent Bob on, not new school. That's right, old school Silent Bob. That's right. And what you don't anticipate is like you see me in the little camera normally, but I get really animated. Oh yeah, when he's I, big, folks. What I do it? I don't just sit here. Don't take that out of context. He's big. <laughs> it's like a Yeti. You gotta You're watch his arms. It into the into the veins. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is what the live shows are like when uh, when we host them again. The live shows are so much fun. I can't wait to do another one. When was the last time we did a live show? Oh, episode. It was 1953. Smoky back room. I'm pretty sure we were making deals with the Kennedy brothers um, (laughs) and some mafiosos. I think Frank Sinatra was there. I can't remember. I kind of blacked out. We were we were part of the Rat Pack. You guys don't remember that? Yes. No. We were the silent, <laughs> silent partners. Well, we we opened Vegas. Like literally, we opened Vegas. <laughs> what, yeah. What? That, we're the guys who had Bugsy Moran killed. Okay. We're the guys who did it. So so going back was it was twenty seven that we actually did it right because we wanted to do twenty five and we couldn't. Yeah, I think and then, you're right. And then we that had to push right. until so I'm pretty sure it was 27 was our last or or I think so only live show to this day. <laughs> or one and only. It was one and only. Success, folks. But it was a lot of fun. Oh my god. <laughs> We're gonna have to do that again. I can't. I, oh man, we need to do it again. But we all have to be in town together again. That's, that's true. That's also that's part true. of the problem. But anyway, how are you guys doing? What was your fun things you did this week? Please tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Well, you guys are doing the same fun thing together. I went to Myrtle Beach with my family, so that was fun. Yes, we are. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I just landed. What's your problem? How's, how's Myrtle Beach? I say it's good. I mean, my family, we do it like it's a whole family. My brothers, my nieces, my parents, nice. so is everybody. It's fun. Nice. No, we, we always enjoy it. Just to hang out on the beach? Any well, my mom activities? has like a... My mom does the Wyndham timeshares, and so... 
we basically have like three different timeshare rooms and we all just hang out, go do stuff. I mean, one night we went out, there was kind of like bad weather one of the days. And so we went mm-hmm. over to this really cool little ice cream shop and then right across it was an arcade. So Ooh, was it yesterday? Because today we had bad weather. We had a lot of bad weather. So maybe no, it was um, for us. It was Thursday. Oh, it may have been the same bad weather going up yeah, the coast. It was, it was probably Taking the same bad weather. Yeah. yeah, I guess we got a bad Friday. Yeah, it sucked today up here. It was just raining like crazy. But yesterday was a nice day. So, yeah, it's a gorgeous day. Saw the Smod Castle. That was a highlight. Yeah, uh, we saw the original Smod Castle. Well, we saw Smod Castle and we saw Smod Castle Cinemas. Cinemas. We saw obviously the Quick Stop. Our yeah. second time. Yeah, our second time to the but Quick the Stop. But the wives got to see it. And we got some great photos at the Quick Stop, which we will be putting up on our Instagram and our Twitter at some point. And we got some great photos of inside Jane Son Bob's secret stash. stash. That was a great, that was um, a good visit. We got to see Buddy Christ. And so mm-hmm. we got some photos. So just look forward to those. Probably in a day or two, we'll have those up. Nice. And uh, oh, we saw this little indie film. Uh, oh, yeah, we did oh see my gosh, a little stop. tiny indie film yes. that oh, was the whole purpose behind this trip. <laughs> why and we so met up. John has to sit through <laughs> a few minutes of this at the very least. With us talking about the best movie of, of the, the year, thousands ever. <laughs> it's so good. It's Fast and the Furious X, baby. Ten, baby. <laughs> and you know what? You know what? This one, this one. I swear I'll different. cut this. This what? one was a little bit different. Do you do you want to say it? Or do you want me to say it? Let's both say it. Let's both say it. Okay, kind of three. I don't yeah. know how we're going to say this, this one. Stuff. This one wasn't about cars. All right, all right. This one wasn't about crime. It wasn't about money. This movie was about. Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the theory. This Lay is it out. The best Batman, Batman movie folks. I've ever seen in my entire life. This is the best incarnation of the Joker you will literally ever see. And that John's like rubbing his eye, like doing this jerk off hand motion, flipping me off. No, Jason Momoa is playing the fucking Joker. Like he is having the time of his life. He is just insane. He's always wearing purple. He's the fucking Joker, <laughs> guys. If when you're watching it, the nail polish—that's all. You, like you, if you if that scene doesn't convince you, yeah, the nail polish scene is that was the moment in the movie where it clicked for me. I was like, he's just the fucking Joker. Yeah. And when so Casey good. pointed that out later, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, you can't not notice it as soon as you see it. It's so good. He's the fucking Joker. Best Batman movie ever. <laughs> and to be clear. The car is bad. Because yeah, <laughs> that car survives some shit. Every... It falls from planes. It probably would have fallen from a train. It's in a cave. It is in a cave. Actually, actually technically that's a different We had the bad cave. We, we did have the, the bad cave. Um, it is it's really good. We definitely recommend it. It's setting up a trilogy. Brie Larson is great. Um, oh, it's yeah. got Reacher in it. Um, not Tom Cruise Reacher, but the Amazon you mean, Reacher. You mean the guy who's really the same, the right height? Yes. <laughs> Tom Cruise will never be that tall. <laughs> it's true. I will say though, like fair criticism, the writing and some of the scenes is just, and this one is cringeworthy. What? Yeah, in sorry. a Fast and Furious. I'm sorry. I just have to say it. I have to say it. I want you to know, folks, that there is one actor in this movie. <laughs> Who is giving it his all and is in a swinging for the Oscars? He is, and that is Vin Diesel. Yes. Now, the reason I say there is one actor 
who is swinging for the fences is because every other actor has already figured out what this movie is. Yeah. Even the little kid. <laughs> every time something crazy happens, the look the on the little right kid's now. face is just priceless. <laughs> they all knew that this was just camp. Yeah. Right? It's just, it's there's nothing. It's it's so good. I yeah. can, I cannot recommend this movie it is. enough. It is five stars. It's in my letterbox. Five stars. It's I need to actually add to mine, but mm-hmm. it will be five stars in mine as well. Um, definitely. If you have not seen it, see it. If you don't actually care to see it, see it anyway. Just for Jason Momoa, I actually I said this to Eric after we got done watching it. I said I want Jason Momoa in every movie like this because he's funny. He's actually legit funny, and every other movie we've seen him in is just I'm Carl Drago, and I I, I like to swim with fishes, but I don't fuck them. Like and- they're all just angry Carl Drago. And if you're like John and you are still needing to get into the franchise because you haven't done it yet, I think you could start with five. You could, and, you and could technically be okay start with, with. You could even probably do five, skip ahead to nine. No, no, because you need you need to for this one you have to see six. I mean, technically everything builds upon each other, but you have, you have to see six because six is the one with the Walter. bank. The bank heist. Seven is where oh, Paul Walker goes away. I thought five was the bank heist. Five, I'm pretty sure, is the one right before the bank heist that leads into the bank heist. Okay, so six on. Sorry then, because you say. you have to start with the bank. You have to at least see the, bank, see the heist bank heist forward. The other thing I do want to mention in this movie, there's a scene, and I need to rewatch the movie again. There's a scene because they always do the obligatory like racing. Here's the women in their bikinis. Like they have to do that. They back though. They did. What's weird, there's one woman in it. Like, everyone else ignores the camera. There's one woman in one of the dance scene, like, moments where she's just looking at the camera and, like, biting her bottom lip and, like, just looking at you. It's the weirdest thing because no one else looks at the camera except Hmm. for her. She's like, (laughs) I will be remembered. (laughs) And it worked. It worked. All right. All right. Enough fast. Are we done yet? we're done but it is really good definitely recommend it keep it all in keep it all in i'm gonna i'm gonna call back to this section like a bitch he will will. (laughs) but in in seriousness john when the movie comes out digital i want you to i will even cue it up for you i just we just want you to watch (laughs) nail polish scene alone and then you tell me that's not joker just you know, the nail polish thing. I want to just say something. There's there's a there's a profound track record of why I don't trust you. To show me things. <laughs> I look. I and I'm going to tell you, Eric. I don't know if you know this one, but oh, no, um, there's a reason I didn't watch. Okay, there's a reason I didn't watch Moulin Rouge yeah. for a very long time. <laughs> It's I because Casey him. thought it was a great idea to show me the like a virgin bit. Yeah. Oh, that's Out the worst. <laughs> yes. It only now you see what I mean. Fun. This it's is his. Not- he is no- everything else. He is notorious <laughs> in so, my okay. books. All right. So in my defense, in my defense, Eric was very anti Fast and Furious, just like you are. It's true. And when the Paul Walker one came out, where he they he left the series. I was like, Eric, you got to watch it. I think this is going to be good. Let's we'll watch them together. We'll just marathon through them. And then I, I opened his eyes. It's true. So it's true. it was like, you have to make it through the first. So the first one is pretty like 
you, know, I you think have to have number one just because yeah, it's, like, it's the established. Like, I've the only one I've so ever if you seen. you get through the first three, those are your worst three. Those From the there first... on, they kind of realize the joke yeah. and they lean in. Yeah, I, and, number and, one and is the now, only one I've ever seen. Everyone but Vin Diesel has leaned in. Vin Diesel's just trying it still to make it valid. Yeah, so one one is one was its own genre because it was a remake of Point Break. Two introduces yes. Ludacris and Tyrese. Yeah. Three introduces the the Japan crew, and then four starts to bring it all together. Five mm-hmm. of the Rock comes in, yeah. and then once the Rock's in, it it becomes it's no longer about cars. It's just a spy thriller, a superhero movie, more so superhero movie now because like they flat out are superheroes. They even reference themselves being as superheroes. The cards are superheroes. Yeah. So anyway, it is it is a good series. I definitely recommend it. But okay, enough. And of thank that. you, folks, for joining for uh, this time on Fast and the Furious: <laughs> How We Justify It and What It's Really About. Till hey, next kept, time. I kept this to six minutes. I kept it to six. Oh minutes. yeah, yeah, good. All right. <laughs> so let us keep it to six minutes. No, we're not keeping six minutes. We have some news. Let's do some us geekly. And now I'm on a new screen. All right, let's talk about a couple little things. They, we've been following the casting for Fast, or not Fast, for um, oh, the it's, it's your fault, because I was wanted to keep going on Fast and Furious. We've been following the, and we're talking about stuff that starts with an F. So Fantastic Four. We've been following the casting Fantastic Four. It looks like Adam Driver has gotten cast for it. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole Sue Storm and Ben Grimm thing's been all over the place. But it seems... The thing. No, no. No, we don't know yet. It's been all over the place. Uh, Ah, I see, I see. So it looks like Emma Stone has reportedly been offered the role as Sue Storm, which I can be behind. Emma Stone. I can get that. She can do a blonde. And David Diggs is in talks to be thing. And I'm actually really down for that one. I think that would be great. He's so talented, man. I I would be okay with that, too. Yes. So hopefully... You'll get that. So I just wanted to mention that again. It's rumor. It's all rumor. Like we don't know what's really going on, but it seems to be. I I'd love to hear from our audience to see what they think because I don't know how I feel about Adam Driver yet. I'm not sold on that, and I'd like to see if the audience is with me or against me on that. You know, something's wrong with you. John Oliver would be ashamed of you. What? For what? For Adam? Well, Adam Driver deserves more. That's what I'm saying. I just want sexy beast. <laughs> Not funny guys. Dot off the reels at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the new. Typically, tell Eric. Yeah. Say, Speaking of sexy beast. Yeah. Ahsoka. Ooh, yeah. will be getting its premiere date. August 31st. Nice. So I hope you're all excited for some Ahsoka. Now, who am I referring to as sexy beast in that? You're just not to watch to find out. But his name <laughs> might be Thrawn. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> Could be thrown, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of um some I have no way to actually tie this back to Star Wars. Deadpool 3, um, uh, we're bringing back <laughs> Negasonic Teenage Warhead and her girlfriend Yukio. They're coming back for Deadpool 3. Yay! So and I had to think about this. So I've read a thing that pointed this out to me. I even I knew it. We've got the TVA going to be part of Deadpool 3, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. That means there's a really good chance Deadpool is going to be a part of Loki Season 2. Very end. And I really want Derpender to be 
in the TVA at the end of this. Oh my gosh. And yeah. I was seeing a report. Pinder, to- yeah. I was seeing a report today that was saying that um, Deadpool 3 might actually lead into Kang Dynasty, which mm. they totally could. In fact, John, our theory, the theory you and I have about what uh-huh. happens in Ant-Man, how messed up would it be if it was Deadpool's fault? <laughs> that at the end, like at the tag, he jumps into the quantum realm and sees something and just pushes a button. Yes, but you know what's even funnier about that is that we could actually have the uh, like a backdoor equivalency to Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. I, I was telling Eric how <laughs> awesome it would be if there was a Disney Plus special of Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. I also thought about this week while watching Deadpool because he does the slidey thing with Cable's thing at the end. If that's why the TVA is going after him, and when they come after him, and obviously he's going to kill the TVA agents because it's Deadpool... Yeah. He steals their little um, rewrite things. They're like rewrite bombs. Yeah. yeah, and he just goes to all the movies he's ever Ryan Reynolds has been in and just drops the rewrite bomb and wipes them out of existence. And if he goes through each X Men movie one at a time, it's like, nope, this one goes, and he just drops the rewrite bomb. That'd be pretty awesome. Come on, even you got to. Yeah, that. yeah. No, I don't. So that's what we got with the. Uh, he's like, I'm done. John's all in. He's all in on Fast and the Furious. If you guys could see what we see right now, <laughs> it's John's actually put on a new shirt and has diesel's face on it. John is rock hard right at the moment. <laughs> so, speaking of rock hard, my mom hey, listens to this, man. Come on. Speaking of rock hard, don't do that. That picks up heavily. Um, Seth Rollins, WWE Seth Rollins, out of control, folks. <laughs> is going to yes, be off the reels. How about that is, one? Is going to be in Captain America: New World Order. Okay, I don't know who this is. I don't watch wrestling anymore. Um, it's Seth. It's Seth freaking Rollins. Again, that doesn't matter. Doesn't it's... mean anything to me. Okay, okay. Well, Seth freaking better. Rollins. I have an image now. You have an image. I um, he, there's been some set photos, and it looks like he's going to be in the Serpent Society. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's just another wrestler like coming over. But Marvel's had a decent track record of bringing in wrestlers. Some of them can act. I mean, they technically part of their job. Yeah. I don't know if Seth will be a good actor. We're going to have to see. He's not my favorite to watch, but he does have a little bit of charisma. So, Mm. yeah, we'll have to see. He'll be a good heel. He will be a good he is such a <laughs> uh, don't click. All right. So let's make John happy for a sec. I really need we we pissed him we, off. We've we, upset him with uh, fast X. Yeah, we I need to six. make I need <laughs> I don't think this I, is gonna make me as happy as you think it is, but go ahead. Futurama uh, is returning for yeah, season eleven on July twenty-fourth. I hate to be the person who says this, but there are sometimes there are things that when they die the first time, let them dead. Let them mm-hmm. stay dead. So sometimes are, when they bring it back, it just does not live up to what it once was. Really? I was not expecting this. Anti-Futurama then? At this no, point, I like the so, I like some I like the, old, the original seasons. That's, so you're, that's why I thought he would like this news story, because no, I know he's a Futurama fan. I am, but I like the original stuff. I kind of like it's the same thing with like Family Guy. You know what the greatest family guy was? The first two seasons before it got canceled. Yeah, yeah. that's actually true. And so, then after that, it was kind of like eh. So is it just anything, like if something goes up, they do a series no, and they bring it back, you just don't like it? No, no, it, it it can be, but this is the second time it's come back. 
Okay, so okay, th- and I wasn't great. I wasn't super a fan of the original Return. Okay, so let me hear, let track me hear record. You. So you liked it originally? Yes, you loved it. It goes away, it comes mm-hmm. back, and you're like expecting greatness, and it yeah, it disappointed kind of fizzled me. on it. And yeah. now it's coming back again, and you're just you're very hesitant and afraid. I'm I'm very much off the train at this point. We'll wait and see. It's like I have it has to be. I take it by case by case basis. I don't immediately judge something as like, oh, I'm not gonna like it because it came back. But it's like I've seen too many examples of where it can be a massive disappointment. Okay, well, like a massive disappointment, Indiana <laughs> Jones <laughs> the wow. of Destiny has a 43% rating of Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, IGN rated it a 4 out of 10. Hmm. Um, this is what happens when you go from directing Wolverine movies to this and you think you can handle it. Well, I don't. I'm So none of the reviews that are reviewers who have rated it yet are reviewers that I follow and trust. And a lot of the ones that have given it the bad rating, I don't generally agree with thing. And this is when it premiered, it got a standing ovation for five minutes, enough to make Harrison Ford stand up and cry. Right. I need I want to hear from at least one of the reviewers that I trust and follow to see their thoughts on it. I am this does make me worried that it is going to be a letdown, but I, I feel like I need to someone I agree with to see but it. First. Technically weren't we already let down with that's why <laughs> now you see where Futurama comes from. You like the original three, and then yes. Crystal Skull comes out years later and disappoints you. And now years later, I, I'm not saying like, I won't watch season eleven of Futurama. I'm just saying, oh, it's I know like, you're I will go that. in with a very high level of skepticism. That's what I'm going to do now with this. But if you remember, folks, because I think it was the last episode we talked about the fact that Steven Spielberg himself has said he likes the new yeah. Indiana Jones and thinks it's it's really good. No one else could do it but him. But sure enough, James all right, well, we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be curious. To see. Davies back, so that's that's fine. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot I want to like, but one thing that I have seen people criticizing is the overuse of the um, the aging. Yeah, and so I'm. I that is something I was worried about yeah, myself. Yeah, so I get. I, I want to see it. I as soon as I see it, you guys will be the first to know about yeah. it. And you will have my review. And we need to get stop rubbing things on your... for older actors. You we know do, I mean? and you got to stop rubbing things on this table. This microphone's picking it up like crazy. Thank you. That's right, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, going back a little bit of a callback. Something else I did great this week. Saw Beetlejuice. Oh, that's so good. Beetlejuice right. is amazing. Sorry. The Just musical, funny. not the movie. Oh, okay. humble brag. Say you're really, really, really behind there. <laughs> Something I, I don't would... know why, but they they're making a sequel. <laughs> you you're good. They are the first the photo. Principal? No, it's a, I knew the, the, movie. the movie. The first photo of um, Winona Ryder as Lydia yeah, yeah, on the that. set came out today. So turn a car. Rachel but... broke that news for me. <laughs> Going on, I'm very excited by this one, Mortal Kombat sequel, which is supposedly, I believe, I don't know if he's signed or not, but Carl Urban is probably playing. Um, Johnny Cage, which just makes me okay. happy because I love Carl Urban. Um, and I want to know more about Carl Urban and Katie Sackhoff's disastrous relationship because the little bit she hints at it, I would like to know a little bit more. Wait, um, wait, wait. They were in a relationship? Yeah, wait. They were. <laughs> wow. You can catch some interviews with her talking about it every now and then. Oh, wow. Oh. That must have been interesting. She hints at it. She doesn't like say him by name, but there was like, what clued me in, like one 
I think she said he um, she was dating someone who was in Star Trek. And then I was like, well, that's only so many people. And there had already been rumors that it was her and him. Uh, and so it started to tie it all together. But in the new Mortal Kombat movie, I'm very excited by this. Tati Gabrielle is going to be joining the cast. And I loved her in Sabrina. And I will watch her in anything. Even Uncharted, which is not the best movie. But um, <laughs> she... She is amazing. And so I don't know who she's going to play, but I'm down for whoever it is. So that one just makes me happy today, ladies and gentlemen. Lovely. Did you guys see the trailer for Mission Impossible? What'd you think? It looked like every other Mission Impossible for the last how many? Yeah. That's what I thought too. It's standard fare. The one with Philip Seymour Hoffman was the last one I remember really caring about. Oh, that's such a good one. Wasn't that Ghost Protocol? That's Ghost Protocol. So, yeah. That's the no, last no, one. No, it, no, it's no, it's Mission Impossible Three. It's not Ghost Protocol. Is the one where Jeremy Renner comes in. This uh, is that was actually three. pretty good too. That was actually um, it's just three. You, John, you and I saw it. In, yeah, we saw it in um, theaters. Yeah, well, that's the we last one in, I saw in theaters too. Well, we saw it in Texas because remember With we drove Tyler. from. Yeah, With we Tyler. saw Tyler, Texas, because that was the closest Bank of America I could deposit a check in. So we would drive. <laughs> I would drive from Ruston, Louisiana, to Tyler, Texas. Yep. Uh, and you came with me once, and we saw it. And it was so good. <laughs> I'm gonna make you hurt, Mister. Uh... What's what's his name? I, no, Mister. Not Phelps. Shit. Now I can't think of his name. Um, I want to say Anderson. Ethan. Keep... Huh? Ethan. Oh. I'm gonna make you hurt, Mister Hunt. I'm okay. gonna make you hurt and make you bleed real bad. That's <laughs> in my mind every time I think of that movie. That's I was thinking of that one scene. I'm gonna make you hurt. Remember, folks. I'm Philip Seymour. Casey and I are filming yeah. this together. That okay. got real, that got real creepy. <laughs> Dude, he was the creepiest villain I'd ever seen at that he's point. So that might be his best role. He's kind of nice like, it's, that, but... it's that sadistic level of you know villainry. He's the best villain of the Mission Impossible series. Although Henry Cavill was pretty good. Although if there's a scene in the yeah. there's a scene in the he's Henry funny. Cavill one where he's like does this like punch thing, and one of the trailers I don't remember if it's in the movie, but when he does it, like his mustache changes. And it's like he's loading his mustache. It's very weird. Because <laughs> that was the movie he was filming um, when they did Justice League and he couldn't right. shave when he had to come back to do the reboot. He had to like physically load himself. In I know. It's, really <laughs> weird. it's very weird. I was uh, it was a cool move. I mean, it, you, know, it was. you know, visually. Did you see the Haunted Mansion trailer? I did. You should. Yes. Oh, I showed, <laughs> I showed all these trailers to them, ladies and gentlemen. I asked them, but I actually showed them all. You showed too much of the songs. <laughs> you brought it up. Uh, what did you think of Haunted Mansion? I think it looks really cool and way better than Eddie Murphy. It does look pretty good, actually. I am kind of excited for it. Yeah. I, I also like Lakeith Stanfield, uh, that actor. Who's Lakeith Stanfield? He's that actor. Uh, he's also on Thank Atlanta. You. Thank you for that actor. He's on Atlanta. I've never seen Atlanta. We've had this conversation. He was in Get Out. Who was he in Get Out? Which actor is he in Haunted Mansion? Just tell me that. He's the, he's the um the guy who seems to be like going in. You know, at okay, the thank beginning. you. The one with at the end with the uh, main guy kind of with next to Danny DeVito when he's like you know eyes are yeah, sunken yeah, in yeah, like yeah he's yeah yeah that guy. cracks up. Sorry, I'm acting it out for them. They see, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right, so I got two other little news stories. Um, Eric, do you want one that's depressing or one that's funny? Let's go ahead and get depressing out of the way so we can end on something happy. All right, Disney Plus is going to pull a that's our Zaz 
and they're going to remove content from Disney Plus to save money. So if you haven't seen Willow, you've got, I think, four days to see Willow, and then Willow's going away. Same with Big Shot, Timmy Failure, Turner and Hooch, the Mysterious Benedict Society, The World According to Jeff Goldblum, and a bunch of others. They're also doing stuff to you, uh, Hulu shows. So if you haven't seen Why the Last Man, you got a couple days left to see it. To, to, to clarify for everyone, what is the actual date, have they said? There is a date. I just don't remember it. Uh, it was, I think it was eight days from the day this article was posted. So the 18th. So it so. looks like it says. Oh, May 23rd. There we go. Oh, man. So, so that's only five days from that. Five days. Sorry. It's coming up. It's coming up real soon. So if you haven't seen Willow, like stop listening to us. Go watch Willow, then come back. Oh, well, hold on. I mean. I said, and then come back. We're not going to take that long, folks. I'll probably finish. Mm. Have you listened to one of our podcasts? In this Marvel series, I should be specific. <laughs> Thank you. All right. The last news story. This is the funny one. This one cracks me up. We got this WGA thing going on. And actually, I want the new episode of um, Fat Man Beyond. Um, you can listen to it on youtube.com slash Kevin Smith. Mark Bernard does a really good breakdown of what the WGA is wanting and yeah. why they're fighting for this. And I recommend listening to that. It is, I think, a four-hour episode, but it goes into very specific details of what the WGA is wanting. And I that he does that pretty concisely in the first 20 minutes. If you follow Neil Gaiman on anything, he does a fairly concise breakdown of what they're going for. In fact, he's wearing a shirt that says put the pencil in pencils effing down or something like that. Yeah. And I want to know where I can get that shirt, but I specifically want to know where I can get that shirt that supports the writer's guild. Yeah. I need to the, find that. Cause I want that shirt, but I want to buy it from where I know the money will go to them. Yeah, the official so. one's blue. The official one that they get the money is blue. Okay. So I, I need to find the blue one then. Okay. Cause he was yeah. wearing a red one and I'm like, I don't really care. I just want to make sure that I, as, as I'm as an act of solidarity, Mm-hmm. I want to support those. So I would need to find whatever, whoever's doing the official one that money goes to them. I want that. Yeah. I, so. I listening to it opened my eyes. Cause there's a lot of things, a lot of little details I didn't know about that's going on with this. And it, it it's very interesting. So I, I wanted the WG to get what they wanted before. I wanted to get it more now. However, um, as a, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it was yesterday afternoon. The Screen Actor Guild board has voted to recommend a strike authorization to its members. So SAG could be doing a strike as well soon. And then I believe the Directors Guild is also up for renewal this year. So we could have a fun, exciting summer. And by fun, exciting, I mean, get ready for reality show hell, because you're about to get a lot of them. Ugh. The I hate it. ABC announced as part of their like, like I forgot how they phrased it, um, st- like strike impervious season. They're going to do something. I think they called it the Golden Bachelor, and it was for men looking for wives for their second marriage. Ah, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so enjoy that. Enjoy that. Now we'll all just turn off TV and be watching nothing but YouTube content at that point. That's what people are already doing. Yeah. But you know what else people are doing? They're writing into us just like Miriam did. Miriam wrote in at 
um, notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com. And she wanted to know what is the most problematic thing you've noticed in a Marvel movie this rewatch? Are we talking about things we've already watched so far? Yeah, anything that we've watched. Um, what, what is like the most problematic thing that we've kind of noticed? You know, um, like an example could be how Tony Stark is a sexist pig in, you know, first and second I, movie. I, like just I, something I, that like it's crazy. Okay, right, right. Well, I'm going to go with the ones we've watched so far. Yeah. And I'm going to say it's everything about that Doctor Strange movie from 1978. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Yes. One. He, he is a time. chauvinistic. And the whole part bit part they gave to Jessica Walters is Morgan Le Fay. And all she wants to do is bone him. I mean, come on. That is the most ham fisted, terrible storyline. And in our modern day and age, that looks so bad. It looks so so bad. I'm not it's saying like, it doesn't look bad, but I'm not. I also don't know that we're doing anything different these days. You know, even in yeah, well, even at least we have more recently, taste to like truly. mix it up a little bit. I would say like the Jessica Alba stuff. I was going to actually say Jessica Four. Alba. Oh, the, most the gratuitous, gratuitous like yeah. nude. Ah, scenes. yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, she's not new, but she. Yeah. They, she's the butt of the joke. Like that was pure, pure exploitation, you know, especially uh, the best fa- uh, Fantastic Four one, the one that I watched. Um, two, two, because it happens again in two. Also. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I remember you mentioning that, but still. So, yeah. Well, that, all that sexist stuff is problematic. Because yeah. I feel like Doctor Strange, you're just biased because you don't like it. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm because, like, I was the, speaking the about something that I'm sure would look. That are happening I'm in, talking about in, something that was probably very acceptable at the time. Being yeah, but even uber problematic the, now. Go to the new Doctor Strange. He's a chauvinistic asshole. You know, at first he's not overtly chauvinistic. He's just an asshole. Hmm. I mean, fair. I mean, he actually is not quite a chauvinist. He just thinks he's a, he's a narcissist. Well, yeah, they had to mature a little bit, you know. Right, exactly, but he's just a narcissist. All right, I got actually the most problematic thing: okay. the duck diddling herself. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> don't hit the table. PG movie, yes, for yes, kids. That's pretty. I'm going to be honest with you guys. If you go back to the 1980s and you go look at a lot of PG movies, that ain't PG. No, it ain't. No, there um, is so much of that stuff. Also, the crime against humanity that is Electra oh, is just like problematic <laughs> towards women and audience members in general. Yeah. Uh, but in all in all seriousness, I've Howard the been a female characters in a lot of these yeah. movies so far. That's definitely been the worst part. The duck, but the I mean, duck- man thing was just gratuitous too all the women in nick that was fury were pretty bad way. too yeah. all yeah. the women figures in nick fury, fury were pretty yeah, bad that's a good point i think if we were to say one thing together i think we'd probably all agree that the portrayal of women is the worst thing that we well have. particularly in the superhero genre it's pretty darn bad yeah. even up into the even into the current mcu it was kind of still bad yeah. i mean if you think about black it's Whitten, getting but it is getting better it's getting better but i'm talking yeah. about like early mcu days it was still kind of yeah. like oh, yeah. Yeah, and we're kind of iffy here. Yeah, oh, well, people, the way people act or like respond to them. I actually was on I was on Twitter earlier today, which I, I realize is a cesspool of toxic masculinity. <laughs> but um, there was someone like their whole page that they do is they post pictures of Brie Larson in like very um, body revealing clothing, not not nude, 
It's like she can be wearing full clothes, but it's always stuff that's cut off like the shoulder. Body hugging. Body. body hugging or maybe partially see-through. Mm. And like this one, um, her top was a little see-through. And the post was something like, uh, and now I have two big reasons pointing out at me that it's going to save Captain, or save Miss Marvel, or Captain Marvels, or, whatever, or the Marvels, sorry, the Marvels. And then, like, someone responded back, like, you have to stop. Like, you, all you do is show these photos of her being like, oh, the only reason this movie's going to be good is because she looks good. Huh. Well. That's Twitter nowadays. Uh, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's 8chan. It is 8chan at this point. That's because Elon lets it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, but you, I mean, that he thinks that's the money maker somehow. I don't get it. But speaking of Brie Larson, she's fucking great at Fast X. She is. No, Keep she, moving. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> all right so thank you thank you miriam for writing in thank you. and um, we look forward to hearing from you again and you too can write in at not funny guys that off the reels at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts opinions and you know just whatever you want to say let us know that um we're too loud or we're too crazy or we go too long because all of it's true all of it's true and fair so now let us get to the fun of why we're all here this week. Fast. and f- Oh, wait, sorry. That's next week's <laughs> podcast. We, me specifically, my New Year's resolution, because we haven't mentioned this in a bit, so let's bring everyone back up to see. My New Year's resolution is watch every Marvel movie that has been made. That's every Marvel movie, not MCU, Marvel movies. Yes, the 70s Doctor Strange. Yes, the 70s Captain America. The Generation X TV movie from the 90s. I'm watching it all. And one of these guys said, hey, we should do something about this. We should include it in our podcast. And I said, do you know how many movies that has? And he goes, let's do it anyway. So we are. And I said, if we're doing this, I'm going to pick which ones you have to watch each week. And we're now, originally it was one movie a week, but we're at the MCU stuff. We're at the phase where all the stuff is starting to, coalesce into one big shared universe we're all in folks we're all in so we're watching all the movies and this week we did the deadpool movies um and and a non-deadpool um because we had just done the x-men original x-men trilogy the wolverine movies the first class movies this week we did yes i was gonna say though technically the third movie did have a dead pool Ha 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 ha. So we watched, <laughs> we watched Deadpool, Deadpool 2, the short No Good Deed, which takes place between Deadpool and Deadpool 2, and The New Mutants, um, which I was the only one who had seen The New Mutants. I believe you both had seen Deadpool 1 and 2 at the very least, right? Correct. I had yes. not seen The New Mutants. And had you seen the, the short before? Yes. Yeah, I did see it. Okay. So um, that's what we kind of watch. So let's talk about some Deadpool. We'll do the two Deadpools, and then we'll do our little potty break and come back for a new mutants. Because we'll, <laughs> yes, we'll probably talk the most about we'll probably talk the most about new mutants. I leave it all in. He's gonna leave it all. In. All right. So Deadpool, 2016, um, about an hour and 48 minutes. Fox doing this. It is based on comic book property. This was an origin story. I had seen it before. A um, young upstart director who is in his like 40s and 50s um, named Tim Miller directed this. But he came to prominence. Like he, I got his name because there was um, a little game called, oh, what was it? Batman Arkham City. 
I think it was City that he did. Um, oh, that little indie. Yeah, little one gym. of the trailers he directed <laughs> the cutscene, and it was this amazing little cutscene. Um, I don't know if that's why he got Deadpool, but that was when I first started to learn his name. Rhett Reese and Paul Reckner wrote it, and then Tom Hockenborg um, composed the music. It stars this first one: Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, Karen Song as uh, sorry, Kareem Song as Depender, Ed Screen as Ajax. Stefan, oh, I can't pronounce his last name. Hey, pick, I'm very sorry, Stefan. I'm um, as Colossus, Brianna Hildebrand as Negasonic Teenage Warhead, TJ Miller, who's very problematic, and we've seen him on other things as Weasel. Um, Marina, Sean, do you know how to pronounce her last name? Marina, um, Bushan, um, Vanessa. I oh, I can't her. pronounce it. Her uh, last name. I'm I thought I her. used to know it, but then I like learned I didn't. Um, Gina Carano as Angel Dust, Stan Lee in his best role ever as Strip Club DJ. <laughs> <laughs> best Stan watch yet. Yes. Um, the villain of this little movie is a guy called Ajax. Now, um, I mean Eric, Francis. 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 <laughs> So, Eric, um, what Deadpool kind of looked like back in this time period, this is just a normal Deadpool shot. He's basically looked the same. Right. They've only varied up his costume once, really, and it was when he was part of X-Force, and it was, like, silver and black. It was the only true, like, Which variation. We do kind show. of see, right. yeah. Um, so Deadpool looks like himself. Now, Colossus, at this point in time, actually did have a little bit of the red in his suit, and so they did a really good job of making Colossus, like... He's one of the best parts of like digitally yeah, of this he's movie. He's a lot of fun. He's he's a good character. Yeah, he's fun. Um, we get this is Angel Dust. Um, so that's Angel. This I have is, thoughts on that character. This is her in the movie. Mm. Yeah. Um, we get um. So this is what was our homework? The miscast. <laughs> this is Ajax right, right here in the comics. This is what we got in the movie. All right. And then, Nicholas Holt is what he looks love, like. Yeah, he does. he does look like Nicholas Holt. And then Negasonic Teenage Warhead. So this is one shot of her. Mm-hmm. And then here's another of her. And this pretty, is... That's pretty spot on. It's, it's pretty good spot on. She's yeah. so good. I, I love her. I, as an actress, I love her. She I, um, she was an exorcist, the TV show, and I love oh. her in that. Um, she was amazing. I enjoy so, Yukio. To not get ahead, sorry. Not yeah. Next one. Yeah, next we're, one. We're getting way ahead. All right. So this wonderful movie. I love the opening of this thing. I love like how it starts. The opening credits. How the credits this are jokey. Self-deprecation. Also, yeah. self-aware. It's extremely just the, like the meta film. level of this movie is all up on the top level. Yeah. Um. The Which cab, for Deadpool makes sense. It's it's appropriate to the character. Yeah. The, the lines in this movie are so great. Like in the cab, like two hobos fucking in hot piss. <laughs> I know, it cracks me up. Um, the scene where he's drawing on the bridge, like to the song, and then he drops into the car. That was the leaked promo thing. Yeah. They like filmed and then like the film was going nowhere. So they leaked the promo shot. So he, I had always heard that that was essentially Ryan Reynolds doing a demo himself and trying to like pitch himself. Like that's the kind of like rumor mill or whatever you know, that he, that was almost like funded by Ryan in a way. To, like, oh, I'm sure. Audition. I'm sure Ryan did. Fund I don't it, think he has a problem self-funding himself. So no, yeah. I think uh, Tim Miller did direct it though. I think, I think they 
all got together because it's almost the same exact shot that's in the movie. Mm. Like even to yeah, the fight scene, yeah. it's like so. I'm pretty sure they, right. but it was leaked to get the get that out there. Okay, so it was it was it was completely separate, and then they incorporated it in the movie. I'm sure it was always in the movie. Okay, like always in the script. Okay. Um, the the lines is just. It made an interesting jumping off point that they repeat in the second film where you enter at a dramatic moment and then rewind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which we're going to talk about that when we get forward flashback. Yeah, we're, we're going to get to that second movie in a minute because there's something well, they do really similar, interesting about the way bit. they... Right, yeah. but uh, well, don't maybe forget about that. I want to talk about that <laughs> in a second. Because there's, there's right. something specific I want to bring up with it and I just don't want to spoil it just yet. Um, great action up front. The lines are just great. I love that this is just a... Hard R movie. Yeah. Don't show your kids, folks. Or or, as as Ryan said, this is not meant for kids. That's right. Um, the X Mansion. I love it. We get the X Mansion in this. I I have a question though, John, because you you know Colossus more than Eric does. Why is he eating cereal in his metal form? That makes by the way, that makes no sense that he stays in metal the whole time, other than the fact that he is a CGI product. Yeah, that's true. It makes just, no sense that he stays in that form. Now, do you? Because you you were reading at that time period. Do you when he became Juggernaut? Did he stay in metal form in the Juggernaut phase? Or may, he, I don't remember exactly, but he might have. But I know there's been periods where he got stuck in the metal phase. Yeah, but I don't. It didn't necessarily make sense to me. Yeah, but I, I guess they only wanted to do one layer of CGI. Yeah, um, but it, like, okay. it's really good. Um. I love when we get to Vanessa and Ryan or Wade meeting each other for the first time. And it's just a contest of despair. Like <laughs> yeah. who is the yeah. worst off? Who's had it? Who's had a rougher life? Um, you know, it's even better is that their entire relationship as we see it in the movie is a montage of different sex acts on different days of the year. As I say, the calendar sex scene cracks me up every time. Happy International Woman's Day, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Everybody out there, you good? You good? Happy Thanksgiving. No kink shames. No kink shames, folks. <laughs> I should have gone through and written down like each holiday they yeah, actually do. God. Because then it would be like, well, what did they miss? And then trying to like, okay, well, what did they do on that? that You're overthinking that holiday. again. I probably, I just probably don't. am. I probably am. Okay, just don't. Um, I love the. I don't know if you noticed this or either of you noticed this. There's lots of like, random Wolverine toys hidden around. Oh the place. yeah, mm-hmm. and I like the Deadpool Wolverine toy that was. Yeah, that was good. That that and plays a role in the second film. It was in this film or the second one where he has the Deadpool from Wolverine's Origins. Is that that's this one? one. That's this. Uh, one. Is this one okay? Yeah, the one that's obviously a mockery of the piece yeah. of trash that movie was <laughs> yes especially that his character was he does a wolverine yeah. toy in the beginning of the next one that's yeah, funnier yeah. yeah a logan toy to be exact well yeah well he's specifically mocking the wolverine from 2013 right. in the next one yeah um specifically making joke references to that and um, he, he makes fun of logan too days of future past as well yeah. um we get the what everyone can agree on and ryan reynolds put it best fuck cancer <laughs> yeah um, I love how whenever he's there, Deadpool is just the most inappropriate person on screen. Yeah. And I love that he's like, it's a little like bit. That one scene one. where he's like, I need, I'm going to, 
do one off right now, and that's gonna be so big. Yeah, in this little tiny hand. <laughs> so it feels so big in this little hand. It makes you happy that Al was blind. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> or how um, they fight over IKEA furniture preferences. God. I love it. He makes her put IKEA furniture. That's so mean. He just buys shit and sends it to her. Like, put this together. Or how he forgot his think. guns when he went with Dopender the first time, and he oh my took the taxi and like forgot his guns. He's like, how many yeah, bullets do I have? Right. He had like twelve bullets. Yeah, yeah, he had to count his bullets. I love so the he countdown knew his too on those bullets. The numbers. That bullet numbers is great. Um, after that, when Colossus appears, I love when he punches um, Colossus. It breaks his hand. Yeah. And he like slaps him, breaks his other one, and he like <laughs> kicks him in the balls and breaks his He ball. basically breaks all his limbs. He you know what he's doing there. He's doing he's doing the black knight from Mark Python. If he had just said it's a but a flesh wound, it would have been textbook. And oh, then I God. love how he just had to get away. He cuts his own hand off. Oh yeah. Oh I just want to say something outright. Gina Garano is not a good actress. No. No. And this movie doesn't help no. in that case. She's just not, not her thing. Was this her first? This might be. This, this is, is the first one first. I remember her in. And then I remember her turning up in The Mandalorian, which I didn't think she was that great in either. But oh, uh, this, okay. This, this I think Angel does. This Angel, she, yeah, yeah. She, this is, I think, her first or one of her first. I think she's in. Sorry, John. Uh, but I think no. she's. Did you say, oh. Um, I think she's in a Fast and the Furious. I think she's in. <laughs> I think she's in seven. I will find. I'm, I'm pretty sure she's in one. That's of them. my job, folks. Dramaturg. <laughs> it's dramaturg for this. <laughs> I love the. Um, there's so many references. Like when he goes to the X Mansion, is like, come on, like no one's here. Couldn't you have at least spent five more bucks and got anyone? And they return to that joke in the second one. There's a lot of callbacks. There are a lot of callbacks. that are strong. And I love the. Um, I, which which one is it? Is it is it um, uh, McCoy or McAvoy or is it Stewart? I'm I'm just so yeah. confused. Which one is it in this timeline? Yeah. Um. He, of course, he does the, like the "Don't make me wear a green suit" or animated joke, which is a great um, lantern knock at Green Lantern. And there's a card of Green Lantern in the opening credits in one of the pockets. Yeah. Comes out. It's like mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Um, lots of messages about six. that. Okay, I knew she was in one of them. So she's in Fast and the Furious she's 6. Riley. That doesn't mean anything, but I know she wasn't good in it because I remember her being. <laughs> um, I She stood out enough that I re- I remembered she was in it. Um, Sorry, John. Um, no, I fine. like that. So it's, it's relevant. Weird. It's weird to me that agents or um, Francis's goal is to activate people's latent mutant ability. Which I don't know if that's has that been done. Well, they ju- they they dope them up on some sort of drugs and then they subject them to stressors. Yeah, but have they ever done that in the comics? I don't. I don't think that's. An, I think that's a, a novel invention of the movie. Yeah, I'm aware. I mean, it's it seems like somebody. I mean, of course, we find out, of course, who is behind some of this, and right. it's like that's not surprising from that character to think that could be a workaround. Right, but I it's it was fascinating because I was like, well, it was like remember. it's like somebody's it's like some weird government or private corporation's idea of how to fast track the creation of a bunch of mutants. Yeah, All right, let's mass produce this shit. You know, yeah. 
it was just it's just real it's one of the creative moments of this movie and then it gets weird that like his mutation causes his skin to look like that and i don't i don't know and i don't remember enough about his origin in the comics i thought he was burned like um like spawn was but maybe he wasn't maybe his mutant power did actually cause this i actually should look that up some point in time. But then we get to the baby hand scene, which I just want to call it again because it's so funny. Uh. Um, let us see. Uh, next up, let's see. We get to Colossus being like obsessed with getting him to join the X-Men. And it made me think, like, how long has he been dead? Like Deadpool at this point in time? Because to me, it seems like the movie goes, oh, he's with Vanessa. Ajax takes him, then he's Deadpool, and there wasn't much time in between. I mean, there is a line later that I acknowledge. There is a line later that does say it's been a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But to me, at this point in time in the movie, before that line hits, I'm like, why is Colossus so obsessed with him being in the X-Men? It they don't do a good, explained. Yeah, they don't do a good enough job. They should mention yeah. it earlier or be like, we've jumped ahead because it was confusing. But it is still a music thing. Um, I love the uh, he gets the, the guy, the pinter gets the guy who's going after his girl and locks him in the trunk. I don't remember what his name was, what the guy's name was, but he locks oh, him in the trunk. Oh, yeah, the cousin. Yeah, because and then there's the callback <laughs> to that later in Deadpool too. But I just love this guy. I think gets his cousin killed later when they yell after him and he stops short and gets the trunk rear-ended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crushing him to death. And by the way, there's a helicarrier. Not to mention, we get later on in the film in the final fight. Wait, is, mean, is a there a helicarrier? Hel- That's a helicarrier. I don't think I noticed that. It's a helicarrier. It's like a decommissioned helicarrier. Wow, I don't think I, I don't understand that. like where that. that oh. I guess that's like a like an Easter egg for people. Like there's no obvious thing? connection. Yeah, like helicarrier. Wow, I don't think I noticed that. And it's like an old school one too. It looks like. Like a comic book old school one. Oh, wow. It's meant to look just like an aircraft carrier, I guess. It definitely yeah. looked better than that Nick Fury one, though. Where they That's just took sick. an aircraft carrier on top of like a frame. Um, I love the superhero landing joke. Oh, yeah. Knees, the knees. Which even becomes a thing like in Black Widow. Um, and yes. they're like, oh, so what is it? Superhero pose. Or, yeah. Oh, no, poser. You're just poser. It was actually one of the best when she hit it and she's like, Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> or, like that final fight scene where Colossus is so reluctant to punch G- Angel Dust. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then gets handled. Uh... <laughs> um, I love or... the Negasonic. I'm even going to talk about it. I love, I love this character. I never, I hadn't read her in the books and then I see this movie and I'm like, I'm in love with this character. I love the way that Brianna plays her. I love the way she looks. I love the attitude. I love her powers. And the snarkiness between her and Deadpool is so perfect. And I definitely love when she's like, hey, here, come here. And Deadpool gets on that piece of metal and she launches him like a rocket. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love that. Oh, my God. I love that so much. We get the fight scene and I love when he's like punching up Francis like, Tarek. You're gonna cure me. You're gonna cure me. Like, there's no cure. And he's like, You shouldn't have told me that. Wow. <laughs> it just pops him. Mm-hmm. I love you know, that. what's really funny is I like it. And again, this carries over into the second one, but the idea of when he um 
has something jammed through his head. Yeah. The way he hallucinates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like the sound distorts a little bit too. Yes. Um, like so you good. get some weird and like the soundtrack's really good for this too, of course. Oh yeah. I, I think the soundtrack's better for the second one, but the soundtrack is good for this yes. one. Um I love that then when it happens, they we get a callback with Vanessa and him up to the first date. Because they do for a little bit, they do a tiny bit of the um the bad things that have happened to you. Because mm-hmm. he, he starts to do it mm-hmm. um right before she's like, Oh, let me just see your face. And he takes off the mask and it's Hugh Jackman's face, which is hilarious. But then it's like, was he wearing that under there the whole time? How did he know he needed to wear it? And if he was wearing it the whole time, does he always wear the mask under it the whole time? And of course, that's a call back to the very beginning when he said, oh, he got it. You wondering how I got my own movie? Yeah. Whose balls did he have to lick? And then like, <laughs> which then is going to make Hugh Jackman in the third film all the more. Oh, yeah. Just uh, like a complete set. Oh, yeah. I, I love the end credits of this one, like just the animation that's going on. I particularly love the one where he's, it's actually um, Brianna's um, credit. And he, like when it's saying her name, he's like, comes out on the unicorn. And then yeah. he like jerks the unicorn horn off and the uh. unicorn tail <laughs> rises up and shoots out the sparkles. <laughs> Makes me and of course, the end tag is perfect. Oh yeah, the the Ferris Bueller. There's Ferris Bueller, mm-hmm. and it's like I I can't tell you I, that no movie. Way. Look, I'm gonna tell you something. This movie was made very specifically for people who are Gen X and older millennials. Yeah, this movie was perfect for basically our generation, oh, yeah. Casey. For you and me, for people our age and Eric's age, this movie was made for us because all the references and all that stuff would yeah. go right over the head of some people. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, who aren't yes, go- it was. people who are younger than us who aren't gonna get it. Or like, why is he playing this careless whisper song? I'm like, you shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I just want to say, Chika-chika. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been a great way to end that, you know. Oh man, I I I love that that end tag. All right. Now that we talked about that end tag, let's talk about let's do the short. Because the short's really quick. So we had said um about the we know cables coming in, so we get the short. It's like Four minutes. I don't think it's actually four minutes. Zip it, all... Stan Lee. Yeah, it's no good deed. And I love I love that Stan gets in it. Oh, we didn't talk about that. We're going to go back to that in a second. Let's talk about the short. Then we're going to just talk about Stan for two seconds. Um, I love that we get there and he's like, sees someone being hurt. <laughs> and then it's Superman. And, it, and then instead of just going to save him, runs the Superman it. Yeah, <laughs> to change for like oh, yeah. forty minutes, <laughs> and then when you're doing like, it, really struggles to get the clothes off. Yeah, I mean, makes a phone call. Makes it's a, a whole phone. puppet show, folks. Yeah. And then later wonders what? Really why is there a phone booth? Is it 1998? <laughs> but and if you notice on the movie theater behind him, it's playing Logan. Yep. yep. And on the phone booth, it's like cable is coming. Yeah, no, it said us uh, Summers. Um, oh no, sorry, you're right. Nathan Summers is yeah. coming. Well, which is fun. So there's lots of good things. This this little short works for me, and it's it's very funny. I like this short. It was fun. Five was thumbs fun. up for me, just for me alone. It's, it's very up. very mocking of the whole superhero thing, but that's total Deadpool stick. Yeah, yeah. he and yeah. it's it did very, and then he like lays down that guy, and he's like talking to him even though he's dead, and he like, y- are you gonna eat this? Oh wait, oh no. yeah. <laughs> 
it's so good. This oh, and then they played the then they played the true romance bit, the Hans Zimmer piano bit. Oh god, I love that. True that's romance, my wife's huh? favorite. My wife's that's so one of my good. wife's favorite pieces ever. Oh, it's so good. Um, this is the first of many shorts that we are going to be watching. Um, there's several. I think there's like nine shorts in total. Um, so hope yeah, you're in shorts for a while. Huh? Sip it, Stan. They, they were good shorts for a little bit. So back to the Stan. Thank you for bringing them up again. Um, with the short, the Stan, I love that the most unexpected Stan Lee cameo ever of him in the strip club. Yeah. Being <laughs> a really good strip club DJ. Oh no, he was he was really handling it. You've got to keep the men's erections going while announcing important information. They yeah. seemed gracious and authoritative. Yeah. Yes. He was Coming spot on. on the main stage. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> it's wow. precious. Yeah. Precious on the main stage. <laughs> Be aware. Now, Saturday is free breakfast buffet. <laughs> oh, there she goes, climbing to the top of the pole. <laughs> you know, when she does the uh, split, he just goes, Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on a scale of one to five, how is this stand? Uh the stand camp. Oh, five stars. Oh, this is a five. Yeah, it's a five for stand. It's the you guys hate stand. The ten. Ten huh? for me. Ten. ten. Ten out of five. You only give us a five what? scale, <laughs> man. What the heck? It's my scale. I can give it a thing. It's whatever. a five point five, therefore it's a ten. Oh whatever. <laughs> no, it, it's I do think it's one of his best. It it there's all there's one other that I might top it. Mm-hmm. Um there's one other that might top it. If I remember it. I will say that it's it is the best still right now, but the um the bay the big hero six in tag scene was pretty great. That one's good too, but I've already seen a really good one, one of the top three probably for me. I like the one that's in a little movie that rhymes with four. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I actually really enjoyed Stan in the first uh Spider Man Spider Verse movie. That is a good one too. Where he's doing, where he's selling the the the, the outfits. That's a good one too, man. We that should was rank pretty good at some point. Mm, yeah, we should make it as a top ten at some point in time. A ranking of them near the end. All yeah. right. So no, that was no good deed. So let us jump to Deadpool two. So two years later, twenty eighteen, um, Fox again a little bit longer than the last one, almost two hours, but not an origin story. Uh, David Leach directed it. Um, which is one of the guys who did John Wick. Um, he had a piece of John Wick. We know this because it says it in the credits. Um, they make fun of it. Um, Re- uh, Re- Reese and Paul Wernick come back to write it along with Ryan Reynolds. And then Tom Holenberg, Holenborg does the music again. Most of the cast stays, but we do get a couple of new people. We get Josh Brolin, Thanos himself as Cable. Which Julian- is referenced. Yep, Julianne Dennison as Fire Fist, who's a real character. Zazie Beats as Domino. Jack Keys as Black Tom Cassidy, um, who Eric Such Black Tom. wasted part. He is Black Tom is the brother of Banshee from First yeah. Class. Okay. Um, Unfortunately so, wasted. And totally yes. fits in timeline then, right? Yes, it, it fits completely into the 1973 timeline. Chill <laughs> uh, Kutsunu as uh, Yukio. Lewis cool. Lewis Tan as Shatterstar, Bill Skarsgård as Zeitgeist. Which, yep. <laughs> Terry Crews as Bedlam, Brad Pitt as Vanisher. It's gonna get stranger, folks. Alan Tudyk as Luke, Matt Damon as Dickie Greenleaf, Nicholas Holt back as Beast, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, James yeah. McAvoy as Xavier, Evan Peters as Quicksilver, Ty Sheridan as Cyclops, 
Alexander Ship as Storm, Cody Smith McPhee's as Nightcrawler. So it's one costumes. of the shortest cameos ever. Yes. Um, the costumes, I didn't mention last time, the costumes actually look really good. They do a good job again in this. They actually look comic accurate. Um, we don't have a stand this time, and our villain is Fire Fist. So, Eric, for you, just a couple of little... Um... Oh, we had another villain, too. Briefly. Who's the other villain? Sorry. Juggernaut. Oh, yes, Juggernaut. We cannot forget. Better the... Juggernaut than before. Oh, much. Best incarnation of Juggernaut. So, so far. Eric, just so you can see, so Deadpool, again, they didn't, like, nothing's changed. He mm-hmm. stays the same um, Deadpool. So this is what Colossus was looking like in 2018. All right. Kind of back to more of that original. Yep. Back to the original. Um, we got, all right, so since it's here, this Shatter is what Star. Shatterstar looked like in the comic books <laughs> versus what he looks like here. Yeah, that was so spot on. I was like, oh, never stop laughing. Um, this is what this is what some domino action looks like. Uh-huh. I love the the negative reverse of that, so to speak. Yes, I agree. I think I had a couple others. Oh, here's another of a mostly because I love the actress Stasi. I do too. Oh, I love Stasi. Um there's another Shatterstar. Here's a uh, another Domino. So you can see they actually do a pretty good job of of Domino. And then of course um, a little bit of Zazie. Mm-hmm. The best Zazie promo photo. I did pull the best one. There's another Shatterstar. Have they um, gone to a more Zazie Beats driven uh, version the, of of no, in the comics? No, they've kept as far as I know they've kept her the same. This is another weird version of Shatterstar around the same time period. Oh, I'm weird, but um, the best promo that I saw. This was the best promo photo <laughs> they did for the whole for the movie in general. She's uh, laying on him like a lion skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, Sazi Beats is so great. Oh, let's can we put her in everything from here on out? I'm, I just I'm like sold. that they named themselves X Force. Yes. Um. This is Black oh, Tom. This is Black Tom Cassidy okay. right here. So you can see what he looks like. But there, this is another version of how he would look. So right. nothing like what we saw in the movie. Correct. Nope. Um, this, oddly enough, is another version of Negasonic Teenage Warhead. I don't actually know what this came from. So I don't know why they changed her to look like that. But it's wow. an awful image. Very gothy. Yeah, it's extremely gothy. Edgar Allan Poe level. It is Edgar Allan Poe. So, John, I don't know if you actually, before I do that one, here is um, Bedlam for you, Eric. See what nice. Bedlam looked like. Yeah. So, Terry Crews' character. Okay. Um, you can actually see, like, the cost yeah, of okay. Now, this is the one that, oh, Cable, because you were asking me, Eric, so that's Cable, um, okay. his first appearance. Right. There, I don't think I pulled another one. Um, here's just another normal photo of just Cable, what it looks like. So, um, But the one that got me, I didn't know this was real. That's Fire Fist. Yeah. Like, wildly different. <laughs> yes. Wildly. Red-headed. Red-headed. He discriminated for his plus-size New Zealand yes. boy. Yeah. Created him for a pretty white boy with red hair. All right. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, I'm going to say uh, they upgraded so the movie. So, yeah. So we got our we got our juggy. Um, so what he was looking like there, and then what he looks like here. Amazing thing. And then um John I like oh, the neck support as part of his helmet. Did you see that? No, is it oh, like, oh yeah, he's got he's got a he's right, got a, he's yeah. got that whiplash that, collar. Exactly. Yeah. I thought that was really that's really actually good. I didn't even notice that. Good touch. All. And he was played by Ryan Reynolds. Played by Ryan Reynolds, and they do reference him as being Xavier's brother. And yes, he has right. the line. That is about. actually a reference in this one. And then of course the best cameo, actually not the best, but the second Boy, best can cameo. Lincoln, you miss it. Brad Pitt. 
<laughs> That's the beta shirt. So good. Um, and then I discovered this, um, John. I should have sent it to you, but I didn't discover it in time. Um, <laughs> one of the Deadpool posters, actually, a really nice. creative, fun one, very reminiscent of Scotty Young. Um, yeah, a little bit. That's obviously for a Spanish-speaking country too. Yeah, but it's it's a really cool. Uh, it's a really that's, cool. That's cute. Thing. So let's talk about some of this. Uh, this Deadpool two. Oh, there is another version of Deadpool two. Um, oh yeah, once the upon a version. Deadpool. Um, once upon a Deadpool, the Christmas edition <laughs> came out the same year. Um, it's got a little bit of some Fred Savage in it. Um, with some fun stuff, and then this book he is reading. What was it? Yeah. It was it's Deadpool two, the King James version. I think. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, One of the best like non-spoken jokes. In the yeah. That I saw there. Um, so, so they cut out a lot, actually. As they, you discovered that's what we're going to talk about. So I actually want to. I want to start with that because John, you were talking about how the the first one, how it opened so amazingly, mm-hmm. is that great thing. So I watched Deadpool two regular, and then um, we started watching Once Upon a Deadpool with with Eric and then there was some um internet problems so we had to then jump to the regular cut of Deadpool 2 and as I'm watching cuz so Deadpool 2 starts off with that open that amazing sequence at the beginning we where he get, blows himself up where he blows himself up and the after fuck, dissing Wolverine yeah the fuck you Logan <laughs> and then it gets to like the scene where he go jumps into the building and then the Dolly, Dolly Parton song yep. plays gets all that once upon a Deadpool cuts all of that. Family films yeah. start with death. That's where it starts. That's how it actually starts off. Oh, well, really? actually, it starts actually truly. It starts off with him kidnapping Fred Savage, and then once it goes into the story, it gets to the family <laughs> film, and then when um you get to Vanessa, where he's talking to Vanessa, and she's like, um, "Kiss me like you meet, kiss me like you miss me," and she runs and jumps in his arms. It cuts. To um, Deadpool sitting there with Fred Savage, like, are, are you gonna say yeah. it? Are, are you gonna say it? <laughs> and there's a great line in there where he's like, "You're uh, okay." He's like, "You're not a real Marvel movie." And he's like, "We're Marvel." He's like, "No, you're 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 not Marvel. You're Marvel licensed by Fox." It's like it's like if Nickelback recorded the Beatles. It's still music. It's, <laughs> it's also shit. You know, I love the fact that there's that scene where Dopender is in the taxi and he's running. It's yes. such an Indiana Jones moment. It is. Like so many... Also, Dopender gets really weird in this movie when he refers to himself as a 10-year-old Kirsten Dunst. Yes. Oh, and he's and, and Deadpool is Tom Cruise and he wants to taste blood. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, buddy, keep it, keep it to yourself. Yeah. Dopender takes a weird journey in this movie. Also, the whole credit scene in this one, so very the... James Bond vibes to me. Right. Yeah. And so b- before we talk about the James Bond thing, so this is another difference in it. So after Vanessa dies and um, he goes out the window and he gets hit by the bus in the Once Upon a Deadpool one, it just cuts to the next scene. It just skips the whole opening thing entirely. Mm-hmm. So like we're watching, I'm like, Eric, you're missing this cool opening scene. And I like saw all this stuff and it was really fun. So we when we went back to the regular version, we we watched it. But um yes, the James Bond sequence is amazing. The song from Celine Dion is great. I um, love the uh Papa Can You Hear Me is Can You Build a Snowman? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which it and he gets hooked up. on that, like fixated. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
just and he tries like to me. blow himself up and like literally Colossus comes and collects him. Yeah. Yeah. Just just like me with 1973. <laughs> it's all ties back to X-Men 1973. There's uh. just so many problems with it. Bro, but the opening thing, I don't we Eric and I really paid attention because we watched we were in the same room to episode two. Um we paid attention to all the op the lines, and I love the presented by what the fuck and directed by one of the guys who killed the dog in John Wick. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> um, you know, I love that we once again have a sinister reference here. Yeah. With uh, Essex House. Yeah. This, like, and we also, this up. whole play up in that one particularly was the idea that I thought was fascinating the way the house acted. It was kind of like, it strangely ties into New Mutants in a weird way. But at the other side of it, it actually made me think about the way they treated mutants is like the way they treat homosexuals. Yes. That kind of got a real weird vibe going on with that. I agree with that. Um, The other thing that is really fascinating with it is, um, sorry, that's interesting with this movie is the the, ties to the Essex stuff. Sorry. My mind chased rabbits for a split second we're having some audio difficulties over here on eric's side for a moment yeah but he saves the you know he has to realize he has to go save the kid cable's hunting him yes um i'm going to do this if this breaks our podcast i apologize ladies and gentlemen all right dun 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 there we go there we go can you still hear me john is everything good yeah i still hear perfection perfection (laughs) that's right folks we do this stuff on the fly can you hear eric again is this picking it up? Yes, I can it, pick it up. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. We have fixed it, it in no. real time. We did. We did pick it up in real time. All right. So what I wanted to mention, um, after it's Colossus picks him up, um, he goes to the X mansion. And when he's at the X mansion, we get we get another one of those lines of like, where are all the kids? Like, where yeah. are these other kids? Are you cutting a forward one? And then we get that amazing cameo of them. In yeah. The- and they like, shut the door, shut the door. Yeah. I love that he steals Xavier's spare wheelchair because <laughs> Xavier's sitting in his wheelchair. Um, I love the like this thing smells like Patrick Stewart. Yep, <laughs> Cerebro. Um, I know you were going to say that. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Um, that whole sequence—that's not how Cerebro works. You were going to say that. Um, I love Yukio. I love that Negasonic's back and just as smarmy as before. Yeah. Uh, I like when they go to when he breaks the they get sent to prison they get sent to the icebox. One of the things that never never lined up to me other than it was a just they were you know because it's like Deadpool always talks to the camera about having like um like lazy writing and I'll tell you the laziest writing is when you drive criminals through a city. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, uh-huh. there's a lot of DC comic dissing in this. There is a lot of DC comic dissing in this. Um, but when he puts that X-Force together, that's when it really like hits a new stride. Yes. Um, we get the cable jumping back. Um, and then this is where the Matt Damon and Alan Tudyk um, pop up. They're the two rednecks yeah. in, the tr- in the truck yeah. talking about huggies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I love the whole Black Tom Cassidy thing in the jail and how Ryan Rails keeps turning it turning it into a, a race thing. Yes. You killed Black <laughs> Tom. Um the sequence. Oh, uh, I guess I I thought I realized this be- 
um, at, right, before, right when Juggernaut appears, but apparently I realized it before because I have the line here. The kid who plays Fire Fist is a younger male Rebel Wilson. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, um, I like the fact that when they pick the name for X-Force, why do they pick X-Force? Remember? It's gender neutral. Yeah. We're being progressive. We are being progressive. Or they make that Rob Leinfeld joke about draw- drawing feet. Yes, I love all the... There's a couple of uh, Rob Leinfeld jokes. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, I love the the interviewing different people. And it's like, I'm from um, Planet Mojo World. And the fact that they just mentioned Mojo World. Yeah, RS, love, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was on their list of potential yeah. applicants. Yeah. yeah, Eric actually pointed that out to me. Um, we get a Peter in there. And I love when they're like, all right, Peter, you're in. And Devinder's like, fuck! <laughs> yes. Um, then he we get to come, the, not you. Yeah. Then we get to the plane and we get like, well, the helicopter, you, they jump out of a helicopter. No, they jump out of a plane. No, it's a helicopter. They are definitely not jumping out of a helicopter, they are on a plane. Someone may find themselves landing, yeah. Someone goes helicopter. into a helicopter, they are they definitely a on a plane. Yeah. Go back and watch the film. What Ooh. we watched it last night, they are in a plane, they're in a cargo plane. No, they're on a helicopter. Write in and tell us who's right, folks. Oh, oh we're gonna boom. solve this one shortly. It is it is most definitely a cargo play. Um so Peter right before Peter jumps out of the plane, there's um when Vanisher goes out, I noticed this this time, you can see Shatterstar holding the parachute and throws the parachute out. Yep. Um which then makes it funnier when we learn that there's someone there. So Peter goes out the plane. Then we get Shatterstar. So first Deadpool lands. Then Bedlam gets hit by a bus. Then Shatterstar goes into the helicopter. He's right. Oh, he is. Oh, mother it's just fire. a really weird, <laughs> it's just a really weird uh it's a helicopter. It it's a big cargo doing. helicopter. It's it is a, big a cargo, cargo helicopter. helicopter. Yeah. That's, the, see, that's what I remember is that. Yeah, no, it looks and like you don't see home. it looks like a standard. It's a double oh, pro, it's a double prop wrong. wheel. Yeah, it's a giant admit, giant. We will admit when we're wrong and John was wrong. I John mean, was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Shatterstar gets killed by same helicopter, exact same helicopter. Um, it's always got a loud collar. Um, Zeitgeist, um, when wood he, chipper, the wood chipper, Peter, and his and he spits arm. on Peter. Oh my god! Oh god! Poor and, Peter. And then of course. Um, then um Vanisher. just gets so lucky. And I love I, watching her in this I, sequence of yeah, everything that happens awesome. after this and how all of her luck works. Well, I right before that, I I meant to mention a second ago during the interview process, um, I love like the banter between her and Deadpool. Like, I'm lucky. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. Yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> yeah, I am. It's a great scene. Yeah, I am. Uh, but yes, when she gets into the thing, they're like, oh, we gotta get there. I don't know how we're gonna do it. And she's just like everything just lines up everything with hers she's perfect it's it's a great way to show how lucky can be a superpower they do a really good job of of showing that which in the comics you're always like power is luck like this is dumb (laughs) but then maybe works better on film it works way better on film um i know he has to i love how the way he had to recruit colossus by doing um 
say anything, kind of like yeah. you know, the boom box. Mm-hmm. Um, I love then my my one of my favorite things in this. So we get we get um Domino's done her thing. One eye the uh, that's what lines are like when um Deadpool's fighting um cable is like give me your best shot, one eyed Willie. <laughs> then we get him when he kills Black Tom. He's like, You racist motherfucker. <laughs> you killed Black Tom. And the look on Josh Brolin's face when he's called a race, he's like, What are you talking about? <laughs> but then a callback to X-Men Origins the Wolverine 1973 scene Jeez. where Jeez. where Cable shoots the bullet at Deadpool and Deadpool does the slice. Yes. And then in the Wolverine, all the guys start shooting, and Deadpool is just right. Every shot hits like blocks every bullet. But in (laughs) this, it's more realistic where the bullets just hit him, (laughs) which is great. Um, Then we get to where the 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 truck crashes, and this is the scene that I never noticed before until watching it this time. Juggernaut breaks out. All that's starting. You see Domino walk into frame. And then just stop, look at the camera, and be like, mouth no, and then just slowly walk <laughs> off the side of the frame. Mouth's like, no, yes, yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing this. <laughs> Amazing scene. That was the that was the scene. Actually, I was already in love with Zazie Beats by this point in time in the movie. Um, but that's one of those scenes that just solidifies my love for her. And she's so great in the Joker. I know we're not gonna do the Joker, but <laughs> um, she's so great in Joker. I can't not Fast her. 10, folks. The actual Joker. Oh my God, if they put her in a Fast movie, I don't know if I can handle it. Like, There's way too much going on. Oh, it's like all that six minutes we talked about earlier. We're going to need a box of tissues and a half. Uh, so, Juggernaut's in this. This is the, this is Juggernaut. This is good Juggernaut. Um, was by Ryan Reynolds. Um, I love that Juggernaut just pulls him in half. Which it's you wouldn't. It's, yes, it's not a recognizable Ryan Reynolds. No, person, so don't don't think it's your kind of normal Van Wilder, you know, Ryan Reynolds, you know, as Deadpool as as. Did they even? Sh- I don't think they say it in the credits. I think we found out because mm-hmm. some like it just broke on the internet. Maybe. I don't think I don't he's remember. listed in the remember. credits. Um, I don't know. Then we get to tiny baby, tiny baby toddler legs. <laughs> yeah. And I love that. Don't watch this on an airplane, folks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the jokes are great. TJ Miller is one of those moments where he's like, "Like, don't describe it. Just don't describe it." Like, all I have is, but there's when Cable comes in, and I actually paused it because I was like, "No," and I rewatch re- it. When Cable walks in, they do the um, basic instinct scene, mm-hmm. and they yep. actually digitally made a penis for him. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, why? But at the same time, I'm like, bravo, Jeff's kiss, <laughs> attention to detail. Because of his like his his cancer face or whatever the you know, the issue is, yeah, he. It kind of has a Benjamin Button-esque sort of feel <laughs> in that moment. You know, a very old baby. Yes. Uh, <laughs> then we get to the Xavier line um, where Xavier is like your bro. Um, then we get to, I love when he is he's on, jug, I think it's him on Juggernaut and he does the sun's going down, big guy. And like trying to do like the... Yeah. Uh, the whole Black the whole Widow thing. lullaby. 
which cracks me up. Then um, they start playing the Juggernaut song. It's like the Juggernaut rap, like he's the Juggernaut, Juggernaut. Like, I think I knew like, this rap. <laughs> you didn't. I I pointed out when we started. You're like, oh yeah, I like this song. All yeah, but like it. you say, it like it's been a song. No, so, but in the movie, I'm talking about like the Juggernaut. Well, like I remember this, the song in the movie. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. They start playing. Was it a song from before? No, it's oh, just okay. they played in this where I was creating. Oh, okay. And I just love, I love when it kicks in because it's just really funny. Okay. It takes a little bit to like <laughs> recognize what's going on with the music. Um, and then I love. Little bit colossal. They, Yukio comes in, wraps his feet, or wraps his ankles, and then Colossus pulls down the pants and takes the cable, <laughs> shoves it up his ass. Very dramatically, too. <laughs> and throws it in the water to electrocute uh, Mr. Juggernaut. He goes down. Yes. Um, then um, we get through the whole thing. Cage tries to save Fire Fist. And then he gets shot. And then we have what feels like 40 different endings to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> with Deadpool keep coming back. Then Cable goes back in time to save him. Save the day. And then Depender comes in and saves the day. Yeah. By hitting the guy with the car. Yeah, that's true. And then we would do the superhero walk-off. And, you know, that's, that's, that's the end of the movie. And we get those amazing credits. Oh, but then there's tag number one. <laughs> where Negasonic fixes the time device and gives it over. Makes a huge Deadpool. mistake. Yeah, and Yukio's <laughs> like, wait a minute, what do we do? <laughs> what have we done? And then it starts to go to credits and you're like, that's it. But then it cuts back to a second part of the tag and we see Deadpool save Vanessa. Mm -hmm. We see him save Sugar Bear. Mm -hmm. Which is great because Sugar Bear is going to be in Deadpool three, and I cannot wait to see yeah, that. Go. I want to see Peter again. Um, then we get to see him kill Deadpool. That's right, and then with a lot of bullets too. Yeah, he overkills, and then he kills. Then he goes and kills himself before <laughs> he can star in Green. He doesn't Lantern. kill himself. He kills and Ryan Reynolds. He kills, kills Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds, and he says, "You're welcome, Canada." Right, but <laughs> here's why I say he kills himself. Back to when we first see him, when the X-Men tried to get him, and there's that whole bit of, like, I'm an X-Men, and everyone's doing trainee. Mm -hmm. When he goes into the room and signs the Wheaties box for the little child that's got Wolvie's face, or Hugh Jackman's face on it, he <laughs> signs it Ryan Reynolds. He doesn't sign it Wade Wilson that's or Deadpool. True. That's true. So he effectively kills himself, which would cause this movie never to happen. <laughs> Wow. Which is why the paradox. TVA, why yes, the TVA, the TVA has to fix this. Fix yeah. everything. It's a paradox. Creates a paradox. It kind of does. Act, I mean, really, it does. does. That's the last shot of That's the last movie? shot of the movie, too. That's why I'm like, it actually does create yeah, a paradox. It does. And a, and a Damn you, way. Kevin Feige. <laughs> Damn you, Kevin Feige. And he had nothing to do with this one. Ha 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 ha. No, he's just retconning it perfectly. <laughs> he is retconning it. Perfectly. Well, Ryan Reynolds is a cahoots with him then, so. Yeah, he is, he is in cahoots with him. It's in the drive. So, with that, ladies and gentlemen, that it concludes our Deadpool talk, we're going to do a little bit of a recommendation, a little bit of a spicy recommendation, a little bit of a something fun, something exciting. Eric is going to recommend to us a library, as he is so one to do. So, Mr. Eric, can you please 
take it away by recommending to us a library today. Oh my goodness, I'm more than happy to. Remember? Well, I'm recommending the Red Bank, uh, New Jersey um, Public Library. So it actually opened in, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere around 1878. Um, it, it was formed by several of the ladies of the community. Um, and then sadly, like four years later, it burned down basically uh, and destroyed pretty much all of the records, which if I remember correctly, it started with about 334. And I apologize if some of my dates are incorrect, um, especially moving forward. So about 20 years from there, um, one of those famous, oh, I don't, it's not Rockefeller, it's someone else. Vanderbilt? Maybe. We'll come back to it at some point, hopefully. He was going to endow the, uh, the, he kind of took a liking in the, in the library. He's famous for, for, uh, for providing funds to, to libraries across uh, America, apparently. And so he offered about a thousand dollars, which I think, again, this is 1905, uh, give or take. Um, and so they turned it down. <laughs> and so then about 30 years later, if I'm not mistaken, in the 30s, they finally moved to their their newest building, uh, or rather their, their current permanent home, uh, which is their permanent home now. Um, and that's kind of the, the long and short story of all of that. The uh, <laughs> for uh, for those of you keeping track on schedules, they are closed on Sundays. I do remember that. They are open pretty much 10 to 5 every day. I think like Saturdays, ironically enough, might be 10 to 2. Um, and if you are in Red Bank, New Jersey, it's only about a 5-6 minute walk from Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash. Which we recommend going to. We do. So, uh, so that is the Red Bank Public Library in Red Bank, New Jersey. And that is totally a selfish uh, uh, library choice of me this time around. I usually try to tie it to the Marvel. This one is tied to to our adventure. Awesome. I think Deadpool would approve. Yes. And like approvement, our approvals that we love, John, I think you will approve a short intermezzi of a bathroom break. Me, me too. Yay. And that is why the hot mustard chips are better than the spicy ketchup chips. It's fair. I don't even know if it's supposed to be spicy ketchup. Whatever it is, it's not. Oh, hi. Welcome back. Let's talk about some new mutants, shall we? New mutants. 2020 would have been, I think, 2018, but all the delays and COVID and the Fox merger and all of that delayed it. So 2020, um, if you watch it digitally, it is Fox. It is short. It is an hour and 34 minutes. It's a horror movie. It is an origin story. It is directed by Josh Boone, written by Josh Boone and Kate Lee, and music by Mark Snow. And then the really good cast is um, Macy Williams as Wolfsbane, Anya Taylor-Joy as Magic, Charlie Heaton as Cannonball, Blue Hunt as Moonstar, Henrique Saga as Sunspot, Alice Braga as Dr. Reyes, Ares. Um, so I want to show Eric what some of these look like. So this is this is the new mutants right here. This is what we kind of we're looking at. Um, this is their first appearance and kind of what this um movie is a little bit more based on. We've got um since I got it here, here's Wolfsbane. There's um one version okay. of her as Rain. Um, and then here's the 
This is a very traditional version mm-hmm. of Wolfsbane right there, the one that John and I are probably the most familiar with. Yes. Um, and of course, um, we get her here. We never truly see her in a complete feral form in the movie. We get pretty close. Right. Um, here's the means again right there. Um, oh, um, since we're here, so here is a um yeah, this is um the X Force cannonball. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right there. Then here is a little bit more of a more recent look on the character. And both seem a, a, In a fact, our X Force, <laughs> our X Force tie-in here is making this a connection between this and the Deadpool moves. It, it is. Oh, yeah. Um, here's his first appearance. So here's Sunspot right here, and then here's Moonstar. So I don't have to come back to this photo a little bit later. Okay. Sunspot and Moonstar. Um, and so boom. Here's Sunspot again. So this is the X-Force version of Sunspot. A lot of New Mutants went over to X-Force, didn't they, John? They did. Cable I, well, took them. As I say, actually, it became X-Force. Um, yeah, it rolled into yeah. it. In fact, Cable and Deadpool first made their appearances in New Mutants. Yep, the very end of New Mutants. Yep, that. 97 and 98. Or 90, actually, it might be 96 and um, 98. So here is Moonstar. Mm-hmm. So they didn't do the... And there's no her, connection here to her brother. Who's her brother? I don't remember who her brother is. Warpath. Is Warpath her brother? I thought it was her brother. I don't... Oh, okay. You, yeah, I'll, I'll trust Um, And then we get... So this is a great one. I love Ileana Rasputin. Um, some magic. There's one um, look at magic. Magic's mm-hmm. always a fun character. Um, My wife's comments are, her brother's so nice. What's wrong with her? <laughs> well, I mean, she is nuts in the book, too. So Yes, I know. Um, so she does have the sword in the book, so that is a normal thing for her. She's an okay. awesome, awesome character. I love magic. And then um, where is the last person? So Dr. Reyes is actually a character, but in the comics was a good guy. Um, hmm. She was part of the X-Men, a very reluctant, I don't want to be part of the X-Men, but she was part of the X-Men for a bit. So okay, um, Dr. Reyes is an actual uh, character. So let's talk up some. Maybe uh, that's daughter of Reyes. Huh? What? Maybe that'll be daughter of Doctor. Oh. Um. Let's talk some about New Mutants, shall we? Let's talk some New Mutants. Let's talk about the horror element of it. I really like that they took a chance. Yeah, I like I that, that they tried something different. That was a little out of their their norm. Um. I love the. Oh, I was he, wrong. Sorry, that's not his sister. Okay. No, it's okay. Um, I could have believed it. I, I did believe it. It's, I think he does uh, have a sister, though, or he has some sort of relative who also joined later, but I can't remember. He has, he has a brother, didn't he? Didn't Warpath have a brother? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Because one of them, di- which one died in... Um, it's one Thunderbird. Of them... Thunderbird was his brother. Yeah, because yeah. he dies in... Um, does, yeah, because he, he dies die in... Giant Size X-Men? Or is he introduced in Giant Size X-Men? Yeah, he he was introduced in Giant Size X Men. Okay, um, so I like the opening with the tornado that destroys the reservation, but then we kind of learned later that it was actually it felt a little suspicious. It, it is very suspicious. Um, that it ends yes, up let's being gaslight those kids, man. Come on, yeah. <laughs> I actually put as the villain of this movie. It's it's their own fears. I mean, Moonstar. I mean, Doctor Reyes. Um, yeah. and in a way, Mr. Sinister, um, the person pulling the, the strings behind the back. 
Okay. That they never pans out because the the fox never. kills that, that storyline. Uh, also, um, I couldn't place um, Maisie Williams Rain. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't place if she was doing an Irish or a Scottish accent. I think she is doing a um, King's Landing accent. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I couldn't She's, quite place it. I was like, I right. do. I like how she plays the character. Oh, I do too. The wolf has no accent. (laughs) (laughs) I like how she she does this interesting job of playing the innocence of the character and the torturedness as you learn her history. Yeah. But then also, and I don't remember, was Wolfsbane? I know Moonstar in the books um, is LGBT. Is Wolfsbane? I didn't change that for this. I know Danny is, though. Um, I like... So I, I like um, Cannonball. I think Sam, or Charlie, other than sounding like my cousin Jimmy, um, as an interesting <laughs> Southern accent. Yes, but I do like how he's. Pl- I at least like how he's playing the character. Accent aside, his accent slips into good every so often. Yeah. Um, to to give him credit, because I think I criticized him yesterday, but like I, when we watched it, mm-hmm. but like I think actually it turned out to be it, it's. It's not as bad as it could have been, right? By any means. I love the fact that every one of them has the secret sin of being a murderer. Yeah. Well, Do they? So Ileana, we know, well Ileana's not secret. Yeah, he flat out tells it. Yeah. Cannonball um, killed his dad and his crew. You're right. Yeah, they all do kill. Uh, DaCosta, Sunspot killed his girlfriend. Yeah. Wolfsbane killed the priest. So well, that's how they ended up on the radar, basically. Is, basically, you know, yes. That's how they ended up. They killed people. Times, you know? yeah. Although it's alluded to so many times that Charles picks them up. Like Charles figures out there they are. They do a really good job of like playing this. Like it's Xavier. Yeah, it's Xavier I love that. Red like, You're going to be an X-Men. You're going to be an X-Men. Mm. And then you find out that it's not. My employer. My employer. Well, yeah, my, it's always vague. But like, I love there's, employer, a, there's a line in there where it man. says. Yeah. There's this idea that mutants are heroes, but that new mutants are like baby rattlesnakes who don't know how much venom to deliver and therefore are dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. There's some, a little infantilization going on here. Some good stuff. Um, I love, 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 love. I mean, I love Annie Taylor Joy. Don't be wrong. I'll watch anything with Annie Taylor Joy, but I love her. Other than her accent. Yeah. Her accent. accents all around in this movie are, are a little bit all over the yeah. place, but. I love her Ileana Rasputin. And my like the way she performs it is how I read it in the books. Like that bitchy, snarky, whatever attitude she has. And I love the Lockheed puppet. No, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it should be Kitty Pride who has Lockheed. I, yes. I mean, I know that but Magic does get Lockheed as like a familiar a little bit. Every now and then, but mostly it's just Shadow Cap. But I like that they incorporate it as a puppet, and you're like, this is really cool. I understand where it is. And then when she slips into the limbo world and you get to see Lockheed, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Um Moonstar is the, probably the weakest of all the characters to me. I think I like Moonstar, but is that whole parable about the bear. And then it, how that all comes back at the end, and it doesn't necessarily feel very satisfying. Yeah, I mean, that what? was one of the arcs from the New Mutants book was, um, now I can't think of what the I, bear co- was called, like the storyline's called, but there is a bear storyline with her 
the issue I think with her as a storyline and the reason she seems like a weak performance is I think it's really the sort of character she's playing where it's that sort of constant victim, uh-huh. right? It, it's almost similar to to the Anna Paquin um, rogue, you know, this kind yeah. of helpless, always unable, you know, always afraid of her own powers, always mm-hmm. there's there's no competence there, and I ar- arguably that's what you know is the arc of the character yeah. throughout the movie. But like, well, she also it's doesn't... kind of it, it's annoying <laughs> for lack of better yeah. terms from a character trope because it's there's really no progress to be made with that character until all of a sudden like the snap at the end, you know, yeah. and, and so it's it's kind of frustrating to see that kind of trope because it it washes her away into just constant victiming. Well, it's also interesting how she doesn't know her power. Yeah. Like, and even they don't know her power. That could have been played up more. Yeah. Ileana has to piece it together. That's part of the problem is that this should not have been, this would have been better as a mini series. It would have been way something that could have drawn out all the story more. Yeah. The way it's jammed together, it feels like it's full of plot holes. Mm -hmm. And the villain feels very unsatisfying. And like I, I wrote down the idea that this this would have been better as a TV show or some small miniseries or something. That that would have worked if it could have been a, a miniseries. I mean, that would have let you draw out the horror more, play with different genres. You know, mm-hmm. you could have experimented. You could have actually developed some characters. You and I mean, there's not a bad lot of thing. different characters, too. Not yeah, just there's so five. many different characters to draw out. But let me, you know, the thing I thought was really interesting did you guys catch when she gets drugged up and she sees those kids being used weapons? That's straight from Logan. It, it is, but I can't, I can't remember if it's the exact same image. It as looks like it's Logan. straight from Logan to me. I thought that was the same thing. I feel like it. they might have filmed some new stuff. It, it could have been just cut stuff, but it was meant to look like it. But yeah, yes. it's definitely the same place. And I just remember it's the, the storyline. is the same one. It's the same yeah. corpse. The storyline yeah. that the um, the whole bear thing's coming from, it's the demon bear saga that was p- like a big part of New Mutants for a while. Mm. But that was like many books that they turned, they took all that literary stuff into, let's compress it into 90 minutes of story. Is it always like just yeah. the five of them in that giant school too? Because I feel like that's a wasted opportunity. Yes. Well, this it's a hospital, but okay, in hospital, New Mutants yeah. it is only, there might be Six of them, six or seven. There's a couple of characters they didn't show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, it is. It is a small group in the New Mutants. Actually, I can. T- I had the photo of their first appearance. One, two, three, four, five. Five was the original cast, and then they come back. That was like a one shot thing. Yeah. Then they come back into their series, and they add in Doug Ramsey and Warlock. Yeah. So the five becomes seven. Okay. So it it is there, and then they they expand it as they need to, but it's always a smart a small thing, and it's, it was supposed to be the same concept. You, you don't you can't control your powers like when you first start. So we really need to bring in the second class of X Men, the new mutants, and train them how to use their power, and then we can mm. send them off to whatever group we want to send them. Gotcha. To. Franchise. <laughs> Franchise. Though. I don't have a problem with the horror. I just don't feel like it's stuck the landing. It doesn't. And it's it's one of those yeah. like it, like it loses its way in its own plot. It's, it's five horror stories. That's the problem. It is. But I love how her ability is causing yeah, that is all true. of it. I thought that's a fun way to do it. And I, like I said, I love that Ileana figures it out. I assume she's just a, an impressive telekinetic, same as like a Jean Grey idea. 
Yes, she is very much. It is the same kind of idea, but I mean, a little bit more. They she never do kind like of this. explained it, but I mean, they they did. Like she kind can of can get in. It's like she can get to yes. people's heads, but then also manifest. Yes, she can know, physically manifest. Things. That's how she gets her bow and her arrows. Oh, okay, yeah. There's, if I remember correctly, this is where this movie gets really weird. They like shot the movie at one point in time. I'm trying to get the exact date they shot it. It's 2009. They're going to do it. Um, 2016, they confirmed the script. Um, th- okay, so they started filming in Boston in 2017. Oh. And then they after they finished filming, there were like a ton of reshoots. Like the studio was not happy oh. with the original cut. And so what so 27 July 2017, they filmed it. January 2018. They were going to do some reshoots and they pushed the date, the release date to 2019. Then there was more reshoots and it was delayed again. Then COVID happened and it was delayed again. Like this was a problematic movie behind the scenes. They didn't know what to do with it. Um, I would love to see what the original cut of this movie was. For for all of that, knowing all of that leading up to that, because I knew kind of that, that, really rocky you know take off mm-hmm. um you know backstory it was a lot better than than i was expecting there was so much there was a lot of potential there yeah that's my feeling about it the potential yeah. was there but it never delivers on it and it was I, never going to give a chance to do it anyway but yeah. i at least i appreciate that they recognized that and cut it down to a quick 90 minutes <laughs> and did not stretch that sort of bad writing of it yeah. out longer because it made it flow in yeah. a way at least that that i think captured some of the horror aspects mm-hmm. in my opinion i mean it wasn't great but it definitely was like oh this is definitely a different format than yeah. your standard certainly standard x-men which we've now seen all yeah. of at this point um or or even any of the other mcus in that sense i even I, versus like doctor strange and the multiverse of madness mm-hmm. which is you know the horror mcu yeah i i I definitely agree. This movie it it, it gets a very bad rap. Mm-hmm. I think this movie is way better than a lot of people mm-hmm. want to say, and a lot of people didn't see it. I kind of wanted to come into the universe because it's they're not bad characters. I thought you know some of the characters were pretty good. Yeah, they this would if it had been successful, they were going to do a crossover with the first class team, and this they were going to do the Inferno saga, which would have been interesting to see if they would have done that. Um, I I enjoy the I think I told you after we watched it last night that the movie suffers from some pacing at the beginning, mm-hmm. but about the time it gets to the attic scene with the lie detectors, yep, it starts to just ramp up in speed and go at a decent clip. And I like that they that's when they really start to play into the horror aspects of it. Whether it works or not, that's a whole nother thing, but it gets better at that point. That's when the movie clicks to me. And everyone's like, oh, God, what's going on? What's going on? And they can't take the time to breathe. And some reason, Maisie Williams is obsessed with showers. You know what I think? <laughs> she is. I actually said that. I was like, why is she like, how many showers does she need in this movie? You got to keep yourself uh, clean. <laughs> but I, I think something I just realized that made it kind of a dull movie in the kind of grand scope was that they all had the same mood. Like all of them had the same mood, even like yeah, they're all uh, just angsty, yeah, teenagers. yeah, no, like so it's like no one. It wasn't a Breakfast Club because yeah. you didn't have that sort of different personalities. Even when 
you had the jock and and yeah. Ileana, the the queen bee they were still kind of moody and unhappy and mm-hmm. you know, antisocial it's just not fun yeah i i would have loved not, to see a... what they could have done with another movie with this cast i think the cast is great yeah, i like yeah. the cast I no i do too um and maybe you know maybe someone will get saved and we'll get to see them again um but it's mm. i know i enjoy it i think it's fun i think it's a fun movie that's what i got with it it's yeah. if you haven't seen it give it a try i think this one deserves a try to see what could have been and like it's a, not the train wreck everybody says it's it deserves a yeah. chance i'll give you that yeah I'd it's like not the worst spot iliana come back as characters i want more i just want iliana i would love out of she all of them she's my favorite <laughs> but she's got to work on that accent or just drop it completely. well i don't necessarily mean <laughs> anya taylor joy as iliana i just mean okay. like the character hmm. i think iliana the character deserves to come back do we have some homework entries from this movie <laughs> Uh, miscast i don't know maybe so all right so let's do some um, final thoughts on the three movies i didn't Mm -hmm. ask you final thoughts for deadpool one two so um john give us a little cups of your final thoughts not your rating yet just your final thoughts my final thoughts is i actually think the first deadpool is better than the second one but there you go (laughs) ratings ratings i I can i can i can agree do you have any final thoughts on new mutants like you said ali i would say i'd say there was like i i rank it I give it the props for what it could have been. And I, I will think? say that it's not the worst thing ever. What did Allie think? Casey agrees with me on that. I'm sorry. Allie agrees with me on that. Okay. Too. I, I, I can agree with you. Uh, Eric, what are your final thoughts on these three? Only um, no good deeds. On only no good deeds? <laughs> no. Uh, what are your final thoughts? No, my final thoughts. I mean, I, I like them. I thought, you know, character wise Deadpool is probably one of the strongest in the MCU in terms of realized on screen by the actor playing them too you know not just by the writing or anything um so kind of that shift from that sort of ultra realized ultra confident in the role mm-hmm. into the new mutants was a little jarring but once I kind of settled in and and it did kind of hit that attic scene and stuff and you got through some of the extra mopiness of the teens um it really picked up and i i think overall this was a pretty solid week in yeah. terms of the the three main movies that we watched even new mutants yeah. was certainly nowhere near the the worst of what i've seen so far it is probably one of the strongest weeks today yeah all right so which one of you wants to do your ratings first uh i think i can eric's I gonna go first apparently so here we go eric what are your ratings and rankings for for these movies oh. so which one do you want to go with first well so so i am different from you guys from based on what i think i, I just heard you say which is i think uh deadpool one is actually slightly weaker than deadpool two in my opinion the reason i think that is actually because of cable i think uh the josh brolin cable zazie beats. <laughs> zazie beats is incredible i think the um the cable deadpool fight in the prison which is basically a knockoff of the Hobshaw fight in a prison uh, or I don't know which one came first, but either way, they're it's a it's a they're great being the yeah. same time. Um, but ultimately, they're they're both incredible. Um, they're they're two of the so, best. So, what know. are you ranking? Let's do them in order. So, Deadpool, Deadpool one. one is number four, only because Deadpool two Deadpool two beats it out to become number three. All right, uh, that puts them right behind. So what's your What's your stars? Uh, stars. I that's a good point. I need this up here. Um, stars for Deadpool one was four. 
All right. And then and stars for, was four and a half. All right. It's a slight edge better. So what no good deed? Where does no good deed fit in all this? Oh, where did no good deed fit in all this? So no good deed fell down a little bit lower, down to number 13. So right. it was fun, but it was a little cheesy and kind of quick. Right. You know, it's a short a lot of fun. I'd, I'd still watch it more than Fantastic Four. <laughs> All right, so it's above Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah. So I assume Fantastic Four is your number 14. Uh, it is. It All is. right. Yeah. And so what's your number 12? My number 12 is The New Mutants. Oh, uh, The okay. New Mutants. Uh, and for reference, uh, the Deadpool No Good D got three stars out of five, and The New Mutants three and a half. So what's if that's number 12, what's your number 11? Uh, X-Men Origins uh, Wolverine. <laughs> oh my you gosh. Think New Mutants is worse than X-Men Origin Wolverine? Yes, because you have Hugh Jackman really oh, whatever. No. pulling his weight in that. No. Yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy, no. Macy no. Williams, Taylor- Charlie Heaton. Anya Taylor-Joy was the worst of the five. You God, something is wrong. I with love Anya Taylor Joy, but she was the worst. Something the is wrong, John. I need you to <laughs> save and salvage this night for me, please. Okay, Can look, you tell New me Mutants, where you put these movies. A New Mutants does it comes because New Mutants for me comes in at number fourteen. It All comes right. in behind the Wolverine and before Dark Phoenix. <laughs> I can agree with that. That makes. I gave it three sense. stars. All right, all right. I can see it. X-Men Origins with- Wolverine is fourth <laughs> from last. Sorry, fifth from last in my yeah, list. Deadpool, that. no good deed comes in at number four. I all gave right. it four and a half, and I gave Deadpool one and two all five stars, and they are my number one and number two. Are you sure you gave Deadpool two five stars? Oh, I'm sorry. I gave it four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Helicopter. And so you, so you're what? So where? Wait a minute. Where are they sitting? Where's Deadpool one and two sitting? They're my number one, my number two. Interesting. That is very interesting. And so Mm -hmm. the the class, the seminal classic that is Logan. Where did you put Logan? Scroll down. (laughs) There it is, number eleven. I just don't understand. (laughs) We're both just so confused. All right, so let me tell you my list. I didn't rank X-Men Wolverine that high. I mean, or X-Men Origins. I didn't rank it that high either. So Eric's the odd man out on this one. Yeah. All right, so. He just wants to see more of the Indian woman girlfriend thing. So here's where X-Men, just, oh, that's last stand. Hold on. Where's, okay, Wolverine, Logan. Or sorry, uh, X Men Origins Wolverine is forty four on my list, where it properly belongs. Out of what, like eighty eight? Shut you? up! <laughs> <laughs> it should be forty four on everyone's list. <laughs> All right, so let's let's do these because I'm twenty nine right now. It can't be forty four. So I'm going to do Deadpool one. I put it at four stars and is my new number one. It has surpassed yeah. Logan. All right. All right, it is just fun and a Deadpool joy to watch to it. it is a fun and enjoyable thing like to watch. deadpool 2 Uh-oh. is four stars okay. and i actually say it is my number three mm-hmm. i actually say it's between logan and x-men days future past and i do agree with john it is really good deadpool one definitely tops out better there's just because it's more of the same essentially mm-hmm I feel that Logan tops it a tiny bit for me, in my, just personally, um, because it's more of the same. Um, then No Good Deed, I give three and a half stars, and it's number nine, and I put it after X-Men 2 and X-Men 1. New Mutants, 
I give it three and a half stars, and it's my number 13. So right behind Planet Hulk, right before The Punisher. But Eric, do you notice something? You know what's not in front of it? X-Men Origins Wolverine. (laughs) Yes. it should never be in front of this movie. I'm going to gang up on you for this one and agree with (laughs) And Once Upon a Deadpool. Oh, that's right. Because I've seen it. I saw it in the movie theater, and I tracked out a disc recently. Um, The PG-13 version of this, three and a half stars. Okay. And it is number 19 on my list. It is just behind Apocalypse, just before the Fantastic Four. Wow. Um, there's just something. They they cut Dolly Parton out of the damn movie. Yeah, that's... And that whole opening sequence is amazing. And then they cut the Celine Dion song. Like, come on. Man on fire. Hey, Dolly Parton, they're going to find out what these boots are made to stomping on, man. Yeah. So I, I pull that, I mean, immediately just because of that. So mm-hmm. that's where they sit with me. Um, and that's my list and I'm sticking to it and everyone else can agree with me. <laughs> All right. So next week we are going to watch the Sam Raimi trilogy of Spider-Man, Spider-Man two and Spider-Man three. It is up to you. Which version of Spider-Man two you watch? Actually, I think there's a, an alternate version of Spider-Man three as well, but Wait, what? I didn't know there were alternate versions. Yeah. Spider-Man two. There's a better. So it's, I think it's Spider-Man 2.0. I think is what it's called. It's like 10 minutes longer, if it's better. So all three of these movies can be found on Hulu, Netflix, FUBU, or at least they could at the time of this, but I know they are all on Disney plus for now. Cause we checked um, last night. Yes. It's uh, when we get to amazing Spider-Man side. So please join us next week and watch the Spider-Man with us. All right. So now, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to recommend a couple of things to you. And um, I think we should let we should let John recommend to us um first. So John, what are you recommending to our to our fans? All right, I'd like to recommend a comic book that just came out recently called Waller versus Wildstorm. It's a black label issue from DC Comics. Written by Spencer Ackerman, who actually does real-life reporting on stuff of this nature. And it's basically set in the 1980s in the Cold War. And it's basically a, like an origin story for Amanda Waller. Oh, okay. So it's, it just, I've, I'm fascinated by it. And I read the first issue, and it's pretty fun. Nice. Are you so, sure that's what you're recommending? Yes. That's not recommending what you wrote down. <laughs> for the record, I didn't write that down. That was Eric. All right. <laughs> I wrote I'm not this. recommending the Fast and the Furious franchise, folks. Eric, what are you going to recommend? I know what week? they're recommending. <laughs> you do not know what we're actually recommending. Eric, what are you recommending? I'm uh, I'm actually going to recommend the the uh, I'm going to recommend a place because uh, it's it's a shout out to where we are. I'm all about my theme this week, which is Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash. Uh, it's just a fun little store. Go in, check it out. If you like your Kevin Smith movies, you'll of course enjoy it. Uh, but it's a great comic store, great toy store uh, for that matter. If you're you're into kind of collectible toys, pops, uh, stuff like that, and uh, you'll probably run into Mike Zapsick who's a really nice guy will yeah. probably comment on your shirt and start up a conversation and you'll keep him from his lunch for a few minutes and then yeah. he'll, he'll go away and, and you'll both, you know, you'll, you'll feel kind of special for talking to one of the comic book men. Uh, but otherwise it's pretty great. Uh, don't expect Kevin Smith there. Cause apparently uh, the Smod castle cinemas is now his new baby. Uh, but you know, I, I might be team zap six still on, uh, on the secret stash right now. So I'm just going to say shout out to Kevin Smith. Head back to your 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 original your original child, uh, your firstborn. Yeah, 
I, I, I've been to both times he's been to the stash. I've actually been with him and I can attest that Mike Zapsek is super nice and very yes, friendly very um, nice. and seems to talk to everyone who walks into that store. <laughs> he is. He's super friendly. He will just talk to you. Uh, so it was really cool. So I definitely recommend it. I, however, John, am going to recommend the new season of Queer Eye. Yeah. Uh, it is Queer Eye <laughs> in New Orleans. And it's so good. It is one I don't I hate I hate to say it's like a guilty pleasure show because I don't feel guilty watching it. It's just when I'm down and I want something that's just joyful, this cast is just pure joy and happiness. And I really enjoy watching them. Um Tan is my favorite. Hashtag team tan. Um, he's my favorite. And um yeah, it's in New Orleans. And I'm from Louisiana. John's from Louisiana. Um, neither of us are from New Orleans. <laughs> But we've been there multiple times, and so I'm I'm recommending Queer Eye. Yeah, I just want to call out you're you're two weeks early from Pride Month. You could have saved it, but you're stepping forward. Yeah, you're, but it just it just premiered on Netflix, and oh, if season you don't seven, start right season, season seven, seven, if you don't watch it like the second it comes in, they'll just cancel the show. That's true. Yeah, so go see it now, folks. Yeah, but I, I do like Queer Eye. Um, Fast X though would definitely be a recommendation, but it's not my formal. Recommendation. It's all three of our recommendations. It is all three of us recommend our, our back channel recommendations. So speaking of our recommendations, <laughs> I had some homework last week, and my homework from Mister or sorry, Doctor Evans was to come up with the ten actors in Marvel movies that were horribly miscast. Mm. So I did it, and um, let's go through that list. Number ten, Finn Jones as Iron Fist. He might look the part. He might look the part. <laughs> I don't hate Iron Fist as much as a lot of people, but it's not my favorite of the Netflixes. My number nine, John Reese davies hmm? as Kingpin. Oh, yeah. Like he God, was, that, that was, was a so little, bad. yeah, that was a little special. My number eight, Jennifer Garner as Electra. Oh, sad but true. Yeah, that was just trash. <laughs> God, I'm still bitter over watching that movie. <laughs> Number seven. You did this to yourself. Miles Teller as Mister Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no doubt. Even even his porn stash in Maverick wouldn't have been able to save him. <laughs> it was it was such a bad bit. And my, I know my stashes. He does. Ted Lasso here knows his stashes. Number six for me is Jared Leto as Morbius. Oh. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Thankfully, oh, I, I know I'm gonna have to. You're gonna see <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you're gonna see it eventually. Really? Oh, I. Number five, Eric. Who is your number five? Number five for me is Dane DeHaan as the Green Goblin in a series where we're coming up to the Amazing Spider-Man. They are. Um, not only was he not a great choice, I, I actually don't mind him as an actor. I think he probably would have fit in somewhere else. But as a, as an Osborne, he didn't really make sense. He didn't kind of fill out the, the shoes for me in that yeah. sense. But also the writing, the effects, the the directing everything about this just did a disservice to the character and ultimately was just a, a horrible iteration in my you in can't my top willem defoe no no well, yeah and, well, and no scary. reason they should have tried to so he but it's still you no can't reason. top james franco he did a better job <laughs> and that sadly i think is true <laughs> I'll, I'll 
I'll allow it. <laughs> John, who's your number five? Number five is Terrence Ooh. Howard as Rhodey. I, I just I, think it's mainly because he got deep. He hasn't. Don Cheadle was far superior. Don <laughs> Cheadle is far superior, but I would not. I'm not going to knock your list. It's, it is your list. I would. Yeah, say I get it. It's a recast. Uh, but no, I was just going to say he is. If you're just looking at MCU proper, I still don't think he's like the worst. Yeah, fair. I was. Yeah. I, I zoomed in on the MCU a little bit more, but no, I okay. did include some outside of that. So. I'm just, I was just saying, he was, he's not as awful. I went for some, like, oh God, these people are just awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, some of those but, films I didn't watch. So that, probably... yeah, no worries, no worries. We all know what your number Jeez. one is. But my number five <laughs> is Wes Bentley as Nightmare and Ghost Rider. Oh, well, I didn't see that. Yep. He's awful. <laughs> he's awful. He admittedly did this movie to fund his coke habit. Oh, well, so. <laughs> we all got to make a living, right? Yep. <laughs> speaking of making a living, Eric, what's your number four? Number four for me is Jessica Ooh. Alba as Sue Storm. The fuck is wrong with you? What? Uh, what? She was not a great Sue Storm. Now, mostly because she just didn't. I, I'm sorry. She wasn't. Did she did she get misused? I think so. In terms of the way that she was boned it in like Carrie Fisher in Return of the Jedi. And like especially when you got to two and stuff. So no, I'm sorry. I'll I'll stick by it. All right, you stick with it. Fine. You stick with it. Let's see if he agrees with you. John, what's your number four? I couldn't stand Mickey Rourke. (laughs) His whip I thought that was a phone in. That was a phone in. This was a thought. Was a total yes. We're gonna this get was like, I'm of... doing this for a paycheck. Only, <laughs> and I'm yes. going to do it really badly. Was this before or after The Wrestler? Do you remember? Right. Who I want to say at the same time. I think it was after because I think The Wrestler was his comeback. Yeah, The Wrestler was his comeback. So I couldn't remember this, if this he was. He just right. piggybacked it. Yeah, you guys ever see what he looked like before he got messed up in the face? I don't need to see nine and a half weeks. All right. <laughs> My number four is not Mickey Rourke. My number four is Vinny Jones oh, as the oh, Juggernaut. Yeah, that was a... the Juggernaut. I love Vinny Jones. Yeah, I didn't think it was horrible. I don't like Vinny Jones in this. Man. No, it was that was a total bad casting. It was bad casting. There were worse things. I forgot Vinny about one him. worse That's thing. How in this bad movie. it was. Oh, hold on, John. Eric, name one worst thing in this movie. See, you can't. You can't. Eric, what's your number the tattoo three? scene? The tattoo scene. What tattoo scene? Oh, move on. Yeah, Here's you're thinking no. number you're three thinking of different movie. Number three, so. Anna Paquin as Rogue. I'm sorry, I stand by this one, same as the Jessica Alba fighting words. She here. she was just it was whiny victimization playing, and I think honestly some of that's more on Anna in this case than it is in the case of like the New Mutants. Ooh, you yeah, those it. are fighting words. I don't <laughs> think you would take you on those. You do not attack Sookie Stackhouse like that. <laughs> I would not attack Sookie Stackhouse because she was amazing as Sookie Stackhouse, <laughs> but she was and not the middle, rogue I wanted. Vampire. Okay, first off, the rogue you we're gonna get a lot. Of Hate mail for Does this. It <laughs> Bring it on. Not funny guys. Not off the reels at gmail.com. We're gonna get so much hate mail. <laughs> the rogue you wanted doesn't physically exist. All right, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> You're gonna need a weird science of shit. All I'm rogue. saying is like she's like 
<laughs> my number three, who truly sucks. Oh, sorry, Ooh. John's number three. Sorry, I'm, yeah, sorry, I'm jumping. Yeah, you wait, wait to jump. Mickelson was wasted as Caecilius. Mm. And I'm sorry, John, for trying to steal yours. No, but... that was it, uh, that's fine. I, that was such a waste of. He is such a better actor. That was a bad part for him. He should have gotten somebody else. Okay, all right. I am. It's approach. not. It's not a dig against him. It's a dig against the part he was cast in. I can respect this because I am a huge Mad Mickelson um, yeah. stand. I feel like I if he had been Dormammu, yeah. I would have had more respect. Yeah, and I. I don't remember if that character actually existed in the comics. Um, I feel they made a character just for this, but I can agree with you, even mm. though it is a, that is high up on my list of favorite MCU movies. Um, I can't agree with you on that. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to tear you down because that is a smart choice. Oh, Mr. Evans. On, you are folks. thinking it through logically and correctly. And my number three actually correctly this time and not someone else's number three. My number three is Topher Grace. Oh, as well. oh, 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 yeah, I forgot about that. Speaking of what we're about it's to watch great. soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wrong it's, venom. Wrong venom. It's a stretch, yeah. I, I would beg to say that we haven't seen a right venom yet. Eric, is your number <laughs> wow. two? Um, Sophie Turner as <laughs> Jean Grey. Okay, actually, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like her as Sansa, uh-huh. and I didn't like her in this. She, he hates she, Sansa. He really she, hates her. I do hate. Sansa. I'm gonna again assume Maisie Williams, her life. <laughs> Maisie Williams all the way. Sophie Turner, no. Right? I agreed with Macy Williams mm-hmm. as, as that's that's Casey's take on that one. That is 100 percent my better take. Actor. If we're going with that family, though, they're yeah. they're definitely better in the show. Actually. My, I would actually say the um, I what I don't know that I'm horrible with names and George R. R. Martin did not help anything. The um, who is um, Daenerys's um, the female slave wrangler what? friend in oh, Game of Thrones? Oh, I, just, I can't, I can't remember her name. She's one of my favorite characters in yes. Game of Thrones. Oh. They did and her she, wrong in that last season. Oh too. yeah, because she's also in. Best. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's right. She is. Uh, anyway, yeah. uh, I can't argue with Sophie Turner as Jean Grey. Yeah, I think we're all probably in a, an agreement. This deserves to be here. <laughs> Finally, oh, good Eric, good Eric, John. What's your number two? My number two is Christopher Eccleston as Malik. Again, oh, wasted. Mm. You are so right. I didn't even think I blocked this out of my memory. I, I blocked that. Juggernaut, so that's not a that's not a bad thing. I mean, I blocked Juggernaut when you said Vinny and John. I was like, oh, that should have been on my list. Yeah, that, yeah. this is a really good call. And you know, here's what's interesting: this character sucks always in the book too. So they shouldn't have just had this character. <laughs> I've never seen this character used properly in any no. any intercase in, uh, incarnation. Eric. How are you? Or sorry, no, this you're, one's mine. This is yeah, nice. you're number two. It's late, ladies and gentlemen. It's late for us. It's 3 a.m. My number two somewhere is Red Brown, <laughs> Captain America from the 1979 Captain America. Everything about that movie was probably yes. <laughs> everything. <laughs> this Captain America does not fuck, and that is why he is a bad Captain America. That is that that Captain America. He just wants to paint. All he wants to really? do. 
ride around the country <laughs> on his motorcycle and paint. Like, Women throw themselves at him. He's like, no. Captain no. Bob Ross. He's very strange. <laughs> very strange movie. Very Keeps strange saving movie. the days like happy relaxing. So what can I say? He <laughs> does. All right. All right. Now the moment of truth. Moment of truth. You and I, we have like this theory going where we know a, number, a certain number one might be coming. <laughs> but Eric, who is your number one? My number one, I couldn't choose. So I just said the entire <laughs> 2015 Fantastic Four. <laughs> Just the movie, All the right. whole movie. I mean, tell me one of those five main characters that was correctly cast. The closest would ben. be Michael Ben. No, Ben. No, Ben. No, Ben. No. Yes. No. You said tell you one that's the closest, John. So who do you think? Who's the closest? I can go with either Ben or Michael B. Jordan. It's Michael B. Jordan. No, it's Ben. Okay, it's not Michael B. Jordan because he's not. He's not dickish enough. You know who it definitely John. is not. Miles Teller. Miles Teller. <laughs> I know he's because he was he was going to be my choice. I was like, I, but it's all of them. It really is all of them. And Doctor Doom. I, I'm not even actually, worth remembering she's, the actress. She's actually actually she's pretty good. Actually, she, like yeah, she is. She is she's a better strongest. than Jessica. She's the strongest of all three. Hey, Mara right. is stronger. So, speaking of strongness, moment of truth, John. What is your number one? Why was he in this movie? Wow. Will I am. But I don't know the character well though. <laughs> okay. We both thought you were going to say Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah. No, no. <laughs> I kept it contemporary, but Will I am. I'm not a fan of his music. I'm not a fan of really I hate the Black IPs. I I didn't like that any of their music and I don't know why he was in that film. I liked him in this except for the heel turn. That's the only thing I didn't like about him in this, to be honest. Yeah, he's one of the few things that I like yeah. about that movie. Well, I hate he's only in it for around, like so. five minutes. So, I mean, actually, no, it'd be a great way to. You know what? You know what's better? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool in that film is a miscast as a waste. Eric still it's thinks that New Mutants is worse than this movie. All right, he moment of truth. It's worse than X Men Origins Wolverine. That's right. Moment of truth. Do you want to know? Do you want to know who the true most miscast person is? Tell us. Lay it down. Scott Pollan <laughs> as Red Skull. I was wondering if that was going to make a point. Nineteen ninety. <laughs> you and your 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 Captain America. You had to watch a lot of bad films here, so more than we did. <laughs> That's just it's just a waste. Just Wasting Sorry, Scott. All right. So that has now been done. We have established that. So I need for Eric to give me a new top 10. All right. Well, so I was thinking about it. We haven't really tied ourselves into our uh our list yet. So now that we've finished kind of the X-Men run yeah. up until now, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say what's the best X-Men character we've seen on screen. Top ten X Men characters we've seen on screen. Just the character or the uh, iteration too. And iteration. iteration. Okay. So that means you could essentially have two. And it just has to be a character that's existed in like. No, it has to be from one of the movies. Well, no. So let me rephrase it. It, You're not talking about they have to literally be an X Man. They just have to be in those movies. Correct. Okay. So like Wolfsbane would count. Right. Wolfsbane would count, or would Magneto count? Would. Okay, X Men. X-Men universe characters. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. So, but I'm just saying... They, they don't have to be a specific X-Men, though. That's what I was saying, yeah. yeah as long but as X-Men can... universe. Right, so like Magneto, Toad. Deadpool. Toad. 
I guess Deadpool was he an X? He was an X Men trainee at one point at least. He technically, <laughs> is, yeah. Um, Guys, this this should be showing how much co- comic book knowledge I have. So, top ten X Men um, iterations. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, from what we've watched, I mean, from the from the Marvel movies. All right, cool. I like it. I'll allow it. Not your best work, but I'll allow it. <laughs> but again, you like X-Men Origin Wolverine. You think it's a great movie. Like the best movie you've ever seen. You could actually pull out from um the 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 Generation X too. You could you could pull from there if you wanted to. I'm sure you will, won't you? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. So that has been our homework. And we want to thank you for listening to this episode of of assignment chat. <laughs> so have some library in there, do some homework. Have some <laughs> libraries in there. So next week we got some Spider-Man coming up. We're gonna do some what's our best X-Men. John and I will do the upside down kiss. They'll do the upside down kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I would like someone, anyone, write in, tell us what you think. Not funny guys that off the reels at gmail.com. Tell us who you think the best X-Men is. Tell us which version of Spider-Man 2 should people watch. Tell us why Eric is wrong that New Mutants is actually better than X-Men Origins Wolverine. Send us your top 10 list. Let us know what your top 10 send, X-Men characters. Send us send us a top 10 you want us to do instead Ooh, of Eric right. having to come up that's with true. one. Notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com And while you're at it, while you're doing that, why don't you go over to Twitter and shoot me a message? Vash underscore Maxwell at Twitter. You can see me at Letterboxd and follow my list at Vash Maxwell. You can see me on Hive if I ever get on there and actually post a message at Casey Franklin. <laughs> I don't have an Insta. and Well, I'm not going to tell you my LinkedIn, but you probably could figure it out if you really wanted to. <laughs> Eric can be found in... Belmar, New Jersey, for the next day. <laughs> Morning. <laughs> Morning. You can find him on Letterboxd as Eckley. You can find him on LinkedIn as Eric Lambarger. You can also find him in West Virginia. And you can find him. Oh, no, no, his... no, 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 no. That's a different North state. Virginia. Yeah. North, Northern Virginia. I don't remember which Virginia it is. So it should be one <laughs> state. Two. There's only two. I know, but it should be one state. It should be one state. Uh, I might say that about the Dakotas. I'm, that should there's, also there's be an argument. Hey, hey, let's not get off on that track there. We're All right. Sorry. 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 You can also not... find Eric at the Twitter account we're going to create for him. No. We've done it before. We'll do it again, damn no. it. I don't want to be a toxic <laughs> male again. I don't want to. John, get a test. I'll do it. John, where can we find you? Well, no longer on Twitter, but you can find me oh. on Letterboxd at esoteric underscore Evans. And you can find me on Instagram at esoteric underscore by underscore design. Or you can uh, check us all out on Not Funny Guys Presents at Instagram. Awesome. I was actually about to underscore funny underscore guys presents. That's right. I was about to actually say that. Um, Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Community Manager. We have promoted John up to community manager. I don't know if you've noticed, (laughs) gentlemen, but he's our community manager. And uh, we would like to thank him for his service because it's going to be a long, bumpy road for him <laughs> with all of Eric's spicy hot takes about his love of X. Keep an eye out, follow us, subscribe to that because uh, there will be some of those hot takes coming Uh-oh. this week. Oh, and like also a, a little bit of a, a little <laughs> bit of a, a hint coming when our Twitter account gets set up. 
got some photos from Red Bank, ladies and gentlemen. We got some uh, some hot and spicy photos of us um, with Buddy Christ. Mm-hmm. Just wait till you see those. It's gonna be amazing. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. <laughs> Way up. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. As always, we are the Not Funny Guys. Good evening, good night, and thank you. Good Later. Show.